podcast we're here for episode 100 take two and myself barrett here back as host we've got aaron back with us my little brother and we've got the man of the hour jesus rose jay rose the man we know is brian jones from aaron oh, yeah. days of old. so i might accidentally call him brian from time to time but we're gonna try and keep it between i'm also his time. little brother in case y'all didn't know if you can't see it I'm yeah, really yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah there's a strong family resemblance <laughs> It's all this handsomeness on the screen at one time. <laughs> yes, sir. A lot of work has been done, I know, by you and us uh, since the last time you were on the show. You were on episode 10 mm-hmm. in the first season, and we are now on episode 100, about to close out our second season. So, Blessing. Uh, a lot of what we're going to talk about today is that. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of what we're going to be talking about today is what you've been doing in the meantime. Uh, if anybody didn't catch our chat before, we did kind of the bio stuff with Brian Jones, Jesus Rose then and, uh, so i will allude back to that yeah jr <laughs> yeah give him give him one of them hillbilly names <laughs> yeah, i like jr jr ain't bad yeah. yeah hey i've been called worse <laughs> that's for sure formerly known as jesus rose hey what do you say formerly yeah, known yeah, as absolutely. ricochet yeah, dude. I was. I last time we talked, uh, I was. Br- I brought up the fact that we were going to be rappers. Me and Willie was going to get it going. I was hurricane. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah. We had a whole hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Not me. Yeah. So uh, whenever we hopped on the call on Thursday, we went ahead and recorded stuff with some with Aaron, and he talked about some like early memories of you guys, how you guys first became friends. I'd just be kind of curious to ask you from your perspective, Jay Rose. Mm-hmm. Is uh, what? How do you remember first meeting there, and like what stood out? What what struck up the friendship between you guys? You know what's so crazy, bro? You know I don't remember the exact day that we became friends, simply because one, I have so many memories with Aaron, bro. My first time ever even having a turkey burger was with Aaron. My first, <laughs> my first, my first time shooting, uh, my first time shooting a. a, a a gallon of water in the backyard was with Aaron. My first time riding a skateboard was with Aaron. My first time, my first time doing a lot of shit with, was with Aaron. So it's like I have so many memories with bro. Like I don't, I, I can't tell you. I want to say it was on the bus. Was it on the bus that we became friends? 
Nah, I recall the from what from what I could remember at the time, I was just like it had to have been like second, third grade or something. Definitely. And some and like we we ended up in like some uh I guess like a teacher had to like split and do something. So like I guess the group like the homerooms got linked up for like recess or something. And it was like we were drawn and I was just like, What are you drawing? And you're like drawing these like super oh, muscular like and I was just like eh. It was, was drawn. Like, <laughs> that's crazy bro like when i tell you i can think of so many times where like it was weird because like in high school i was definitely an eyeball for various reasons i was an eyeball but aaron kind of was like aaron was a little bit of an eyeball too you know what i mean so like he, he, he just not necessarily an eyeball but he was just more introverted like he just stayed to himself you know what i mean sure and i was just i kind of was very similar you know what i mean so it was just like it was weird how me and bro connected, but it was like instant. You know what I mean? It was. Hey, we was. I would say we was just doing our own shit. Like, yeah, we would. We just. We like, low followed our own rules. We did what we wanted yeah. to do for real, for real. You know what I mean? We didn't really like fit into a crowd. We kind of was like our own, mm-hmm. our own little group. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, but no, nah, that was that. It's funny because like yeah. I still like I. I don't really get on Facebook often. I I, I kind of hate social media. You know what I mean? But uh, I got I get on Facebook every once in a while because like I don't really see you on on Instagram or nothing like that. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. but I do. I will see you from time yeah. to time on Facebook. So like, I yeah. get on. I'll be like, bro, look at Aaron, bro. It's crazy, G. That's bald as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm avoiding that one for right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to get paid back. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, usually, I don't share a lot on I don't share a lot on social media. Whenever I do, it's usually something that it's like I can be, I can share from Instagram to like Facebook. If I'm on Facebook, like ninety nine percent of the time, I'm on Marketplace or something. Like, yeah. just always like browsing shit, so. right? Or just creeping. I love to creep. So. Yeah, I think you told, I think yeah. you said that to me before. <laughs> too. I think you said that to me in text messages. So nobody's safe. <laughs> One thing that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, one thing that Aaron mentioned too that I don't feel like we I, we probably touched on it when we first talked, uh, Jesus. But Aaron like leaned into this point pretty good, and that was the fact that like I think a reason that we all hit it off too is because you're a guy of a similar mindset as we are, and that is like when once you're friends with somebody, you're like fast friends with them, and like they're a part of your crew immediately. It's you know anybody disrespects them, you're going to stand up for them. Uh, that's that sort of thing. And Aaron's shared a really cool story about, you know, you, him and Willie hanging out and Willie was getting picked on one time and oh. he hopped the bleachers and uh, his fist to face immediately. Yo, my uh, friend. Uh, uh, that. Oh, I think it was Josh. Yeah, it Aaron. was Josh. And uh, yep. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, low key, low key in school for like I was kind of I was. I was a little. I, we can curse on here, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Okay, yep, okay, okay, absolutely. I was a little. I was a little fucked up in the head, bro. Like I just. First of all, Aaron was one of my best friends, so like we kind of had like an individuality thing where it was just hard. You know, like a lot of kids that we went to school with, like they kind of like felt like they needed to do things to fit in with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. We yeah, did. We just. We right. kind of did whatever the fuck we wanted to do for the most yeah. part. We just existed. Like, yeah, together, you know? yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And then, like, we kicked it with, I can't, especially me, like, Andrew was one of my, I remember, I know you remember Andrew Dupree. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Andrew, Daryl, like our little Freddie, all all of our little clique, we was all kind of like we was a little rowdy, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, for sure. But we kind of like we looked out for each other a lot. <clears throat> and Willie, bro, it was weird. It was weird because Willie, like, at that period of time, he was just like this like little innocent kid who like he was just yeah. dude, we were in that guy. <laughs> we definitely, we definitely did. We definitely did. We definitely yeah, did. Well, he so he kind of grew up to be a savage a little bit. Really? Damn. I I don't know yeah. anything that's up with that dude at all. I haven't seen or heard from him. He, since he, he got into home. lifting weights and creatine yeah. and all of that shit. He kind of yeah, then he started hanging out while. with a different crowd, and it really got weird yeah. because. It was yeah. times when me and Willie almost went at odds, and I just, I almost whooped little Willie's ass, but, you know. Yeah. But it yeah, was just, just crazy. Really, That's funny that you said. I have that. this vivid memory of him, like, starting to, like, learn how to cuss. And it was just, like, <laughs> mind you, this is probably, like, sixth, seventh grade. He's, like, learning how to cuss, and he's just, like, Bro. stringing all of these, like, swears together where it just makes, like, absolutely no sense. It's yeah, like, nah. It was just so was, funny. Like he was such a, looking he back was on it, so funny, dude. Yeah, it was. It's so it's crazy though because Josh's Josh's mom was our PE teacher that day. She was in the gym with us that day. Yeah. No, we wasn't in PE. That was like the beginning of like. Was, yeah, I think it was like before class. So everybody was. was gathered in there. Just kidding. yeah, we was yeah. all in the gym, and his mom was yeah, right. You you there. had a very short school day that day. <laughs> <laughs> bro, look, I used to get in so many bro, I used to get in so many fights that it got to a point where like I would go to the, the principal's office and like they would give me a Mr. Pib and sit me down and tell me like, you know, I got to spin you for, for three days and I'd be like, Yeah. But I never made it to alternative school. I don't know how it happened. Like it was just crazy. Like I just I never yeah, really, yeah. you know, it was nuts. Josh yeah, definitely did I was going to say, for some reason, I thought you did go to alternative (laughs) school, Brian, because I remember there was like, um, you know, I think we talked about this on the last show, but there was some kid that yelled a racial epitaph at you or something like that, and uh, you like crow hop and smoked him, and I remember it was like the new gym, the middle school gym, and he just like went Mm -hmm. dead and like rolled down the hill, like immediately, it was like very cartoonish, like, like Homer Simpson going down the mountain on a skateboard from you know and i was like damn <laughs> you like crow hop and just smoked him and it, I, honestly, thought, man, like, I didn't see you for a while after that so i just assumed you were in alternative school but maybe you just got you know i went to out. i went to alternative school for like one i think it was like one week bro and it was like the most disturbing situation because I didn't realize that they were like sitting in cubicles the whole time they was down there. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Like I'm sitting in a yeah. cubicle, like doing my homework by myself. The teacher's not even talking to us. She's just giving us shit and telling us to read. And you know what I mean? Like that shit was just, yeah. I never wanted to do that no more. I hated alternative school. No, alternative school. no but, man. It sucks. I don't, I don't really know, you know, I didn't go to it myself. I knew some people that that went into it, but uh, like, I don't know like how successful of a program it actually was. Um, It always seemed like the ranch kids were in there, you know? So all of them, uh, and they usually never got out. Right. Yeah. All of them. All of them. They started school there. 
literally like it used to be kids in the rent it used to be kids in alternative school that i'd never seen before unless you saw like the alternative school kids right. going from one location to the next oh it would be always right. be different whenever one of them would come you know what i mean when one of them would get right. out and come up but like it was that was that was extremely rare you know what i mean i remember like, they always had like lunch different than everybody else and it was like kind of like the perp walk when you saw them like coming in or leaving <laughs> you know it was like uh everybody was like oh like, shit who are these people what do they those do? are the what do they do to get in there? yeah <laughs> those, those, are, those are the bad kids right those bad uh, kids yeah i think we lost aaron but when he hops back on we'll uh we'll invite him back into the conversation his computer probably yeah, reset on him or something yeah, Something crazy yeah. always happens. So what I wanted to touch on was uh, kind of some of the stuff that you have been doing, especially stuff that I noticed, um, mm-hmm. you know, since our last conversation. And uh, one thing that was really cool that we were kind of talking about off air before we got on here was a lot of the historically black colleges that you've had a chance to tour uh, just in mm-hmm. the last year specifically. I know you've hit a lot of various colleges. Do you, do you remember like off, off the top of your head or an estimation of like how many places you've went to now? Um. I want to say I've hit like seven colleges now. Some of them I just made appearances. You know what I mean? I came in, I talked to students, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and some of them I actually performed. Uh, like I want to say like five out of them. Five out of the seven or eight I actually performed. You know what I mean? Um, I know Johnson yeah. C. Smith, Rambling, Livingstone. Um, uh, I stopped in Atlanta A&T. Uh, I don't know. It's a couple of them. I'll be forgetting. I'll be having to remember so much stuff at one time. But yeah, oh, just bouncing around to the HBCUs was like, honestly, it's one of my favorite things. I think like giving back to the kids is like the most important thing you can ever do in life. It's like, oh, absolutely. Going and inspiring them, bro. And honestly, like it was kind of a, it was a learning experience for me, bro, because I didn't really, you know, when when I was in college, I didn't really think like they do. Like I mean, I meet a lot of kids now, and they're like, especially when you're dealing with like like the fraternities and the sororities, and you're dealing with like you know the more upper echelon um, students. Right. When it comes to people who are like like truly focused on like educating themselves and like reaching certain levels, like it's it was kind of different. You know what I mean? It was kind of a, a learning sure. curve for me because I was like, wow, when I was in college, I was just playing basketball and. Right, no, doing wild Do shit. Thing, right? Yeah, the right. the women and shit. You know what I mean? I wasn't really giving. Plus, me, school was so easy. I feel like school was so easy, bro. It's always school's always been very easy. I feel like so. I just didn't yeah. really care. Yeah. You know, you're a sharp guy. You're a sharp guy. So you know that that sort of thing should come easy to you. You know, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah, one. I, yep. Now I was able to catch, uh, and anybody that's on the call today, of course, for whenever you go to the on-demand version of this episode, we're going to have links and stuff for you to check out some of the things that we're referencing today. But uh, Jesus did a performance at the Grambling uh, University, where I think it's the entire performance is up, and it, it's kind of interesting because you know I'm kind of like used to like the live show experience, um, like a lot of shows that I go to, so like punk rock, hardcore, of course. Is kind of like people like up in your face, whereas this is more of like almost like a stadium seating type situation where you had to like literally crawl out to the crowd to like hand out merch and stuff like that. So it was like a pretty big production uh, whenever you went out there. And it seemed like uh, at first you kind of had to warm the crowd up uh, as I guess not too uncommon for live performers in general. But uh, 
I mean, I think you really got the folks to kind of turn on a dime for you out there. I mean, they were really into you. Yeah, honestly, like, I always do this thing, like, at the beginning of shows where I get, like, super nervous, like, right before I go on. And then, like, the minute I get to the stage, it's like something just clicks, you know what I mean? And I just, I know from that moment that I'm going to take over the show, you know? Like, and I, I guess it's just, like, the practice and just all of that stuff. And, like, honestly, just, I don't know. Like, I never go on stage expecting to do bad. And then, like, I'll, and, and I feel like it's easy to connect with people. You know what I mean? Like, even in, right. even in those shows, like, I'm still, like, finding out what it is I need to do to perfect my show to make it, like, monumentous. You know what I mean? To make it huge, to make it something that's right. extremely memorable. And, and, and like, I want to make people cry. I want to make people laugh. I want to make people dance. I want to make people do all, experience all of those emotions in my show. So, like, when I went on stage that day in particular, you know what I mean? Like, like when I first walked on stage, I had already, like, right. psyched myself up to think that they, like, they knew me already. You know what I mean? Like, in my mind. You know what I mean? Like, they knew me. I, ain't, I don't have to think about it too much. And then when I get on, when you get on stage and you're performing and you see, like, people just staring at you. Because, you know, when, a, when people don't know your music, a lot of the time, unless it's, like, that kind of music that make you just... You know, I done seen mosh pits, I done seen, like, all kind of shit. But, like, singing R&B is a little bit different, you know what I mean? So, like, they really listening to what you're saying, you know what I mean? Like, Definitely. they're really paying attention to you if you can actually sing. So, like, seeing people, yeah. like, watch me like that, bro, like, it was, like, it was it gets intimidating. It gets intimidating for sure. But all in all, bro, like, I just be feeling like, man, like, I got control of the show. Like, and yeah, it works every time, you know? It works every time. One thing I noticed, like with that performance that we're talking about specifically too, and I've seen it in some of your other performances as well, is that you're like doing a good mixture of like homages or like, I guess you would call them covers, but it's not like you're doing the full length songs. You do like 90 seconds or like two minutes yeah. of like, you know, famous R&B hits from like the 90s. And that's mm -hmm. to like acquaint yourself, I think, or warm up and help warm up the crowd so they can mm -hmm. kind of like, and it, it weaves in and out into your actual original music very seamlessly. And because like, obviously, and I think a lot of that just outside of your own individual talent too, is like your chemistry that you have with DJ Kimmy too. She mm -hmm. does a great job for, for, for you as well, at least in the performances that I saw. I don't know if you use her all the time, uh, but she's great too. Yeah. Kimmy's amazing. Kimmy's actually one of my, closest friends she has been for an extremely long time she djs in st louis like all over the city if you want like good quality music and you want like a like a dj that's going to bring a great energy but still like be classy sexy cool like they go to kimmy you know what i mean she just she has a different yeah. feel to her you know what i mean um but she me and her's always been good friends so it was just it, it was funny because like i used to tell kimmy um, like, cause I told you like 20, like 18, I was like sleeping in my car and stuff. And there was times where I would be sleeping on Kimmy's floor. And I tell her like, you know, we're going to go on tour together one day. Like one day I'm going to be paying you like to come on the road and, you know, so this year it was yeah. just kind of like crazy for me and her to be traveling. Like, I'm like, yo, 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 yeah. tickets booked. You know what I mean? Be at the airport at this time. We sent all the info to you, you know, but and then, like, when me and her get to practicing and just doing our thing, it's just extremely natural. It's extremely cohesive. You know what I mean? So, but honestly, though, like, back to what you were saying as far as, like, the cover songs, bro, like, I have to pay homage to everyone, like, to people that inspired me, bro. Yeah. Like, whenever I'm on stage Absolutely. and I know, like, 
and I and it is definitely a, a smart thing to do as far as like getting the crowd more engaged and making people like you know wake up in their seats and stuff like that definitely is a part of it but it also is just it just gives me an opportunity to have fun and sing something that I love you know what I mean like like <clears throat> when I think back on like when I first started like listening to music for real for real and I wasn't really performing for real like those songs a lot of those songs bro were songs that my mom loved and my grandma loved and my brothers loved and just like we'd be at a party and we would come on and stuff like that it just felt good, you know what I mean. So, it's, you can never go wrong Absolutely. with the, you can never go wrong with the good vibes. Well, I know, that, like yeah. you're kind of doing a little bit of everything too, as far as like the cover stuff specifically. You know, I've seen you do more modern stuff, so like Chris Brown songs. I've seen you do shit like Mary J. Blige, Jodeci. Uh, so you've got like mm -hmm. a good mixture of you know those artists of the past as well infused with your music, and then like. It kind of makes your influences become way more evident too. I feel like. Yeah, honestly, man. Like I, the more I am engulfing myself in this music stuff, bro, the more I realize, bro, like all of the all of the music that we all the music that we have today, it all has already been done. Like it's already like there's even if you're not trying to be influenced by someone, you're influenced by someone. You know what I mean? Like you can have your own original, your own taste of originality, but like it's all already been done. You know what I mean? So for me, like touching back on those songs, like a lot of the time, honestly, I still learn things from those older songs. You know what I mean? I still like go back and be inspired to create some new shit today. You know what I mean? And it fits today to this moment. Like a lot of the stuff that they talked about in the music. Um, a lot of the feelings, all of that shit, like it still fits to this day. It's so crazy, you know what I mean? So, absolutely, uh, the music, man, it's beautiful, G. It's beautiful for sure. Another thing, another opportunity that you had too that I thought was really cool was the Tequila Festival that you got to play. So I think uh, Rick Ross, Little John. Um, I know I'm forgetting somebody major that was on that bill as well. But uh, yeah. I, I got a chance to take a look at that performance, man. And that, that looked like it was a good time as well. Uh, you and DJ Kimmy out bro. there killing it, doing your thing. Yeah, bro. You know something crazy, bro? That day, it was like 105 degrees. It looked We were the very... <laughs> yeah. It was, literally, it was literally like 104, 100, 103, 104 degrees outside. You know what I mean? Like... People didn't want to stand like on the field because we were in the middle of a baseball field in um, not San Diego. Where were we? You're in Fresno, weren't you? Fresno, yes. Yeah. We were in the middle of the baseball field out there, um, and it was super earlier, like in the day. And I'm a, I'm kind of bougie when it comes to my shows. Like I'm like, bro, put me right before the opening act. Don't be trying to like put me somewhere else because I don't belong in those spots. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm close to the main act. You don't want to put me nowhere else. So it's like I I was kind of frustrated. You know, they tried to play me on my sound check. I had to like really get on get on their ass. The sound guys, the DJ, the host. Like I just yeah. kind of had to like really like you know, puff my chest out and be an artist, like a real professional artist yeah. that day. But uh, it was an eye-opening experience for me. And then on top of that, like, I killed my show to the point to where, like, 
the people who ran the whole event, they was coming to me like, yo, like, oh, you had no idea you was going to come out and do it like that. Like, the next event, we want you here. We're going to put you on the main stage right in front of the, like, and, like, and they they were coming to me directly just telling me, like, yo, like, you were amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, that show was crazy for me because, you know, like, when I tell you, bro, I was performing in front of, like, honestly, it was probably about 50, 60 people in that crowd. But you couldn't really tell because half of those people were like back in the bleachers in yeah. the shade, mind you, because we're in a in a baseball stadium. Right. So they're back, back far in the bleachers in the shade, and then the few people that are up front, they're like scattered out. It couldn't have been no more than like fifteen people in front of me. Damn, man. And I'm like, like, you think the big shows like where it's a thousand people in the room you think that that's intimidating no nah, bro the most intimidating shows i've ever experienced are always a small like where yeah. i'm like like i got like 15 i can see every individual face in here right like, you know what i mean yeah so that show like kind of it showed me a lot bro but it like it was such a great experience man also just being able to be so close to like People that I looked up to, bro. T.I. used to be one of my favorite artists. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hands down. Rick Ross was it at one point. He was, too. You know what I mean? Sure. But T.I. specifically, bro, like, he was one of my oh, favorite I, artists. And Lil' yeah, Jack. Sure. Yeah, I can verify the T.I. shit because I remember we used to bump some T.I. driving down Main Street in Ironton, going to play some fucking basketball, me, you, and your brothers, and uh, in that little shitty <laughs> GX2 Escort that I had. <laughs> Yo! Thanks, bro. Had a little bit of that going. Yeah, we had a uh, rubber band man <laughs> busting out. Yeah, we was getting after it. There we go. There he is. There we go. Jeez, yeah, man. no, T.I. was definitely being blasted back then. That was whenever, like, T.I. was, like, really the king of the South, too. Like, yeah, that's sure. crazy. Yeah, that was whenever I had my like my first Xbox three. It was was it an Xbox three sixty or was it a, just an Xbox where you could like literally like upload your music to the Xbox and then like yeah, if you that's were playing, the first like, one yeah if you were playing Midnight Club Dub Edition like the music that you had on your Xbox you could play while you were playing whatever game like that yeah like, that was the shit back then for I that was my that. shit yeah. yeah that was vibes. That was vibes. I'd be playing yeah. Halo with the whatever music was on there. Facts. Facts. Fun, dude. Halo yeah. was such a vibe. Oh, Halo. Was <laughs> it was. Sheesh. It's yeah. funny that you mentioned nah, that because, like. I'm sorry. What, what I, were you saying, buddy? That's all right. I was just going to say real quick that uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because, like, whatever I got, like, a PS4, I think it was, when I first got my PS4, I thought you could do that with the PS4. And I don't know why I thought this. I didn't look it up. I just assumed. <laughs> so like, I was like, I, I started playing Limbo on there, which is an awesome indie game. And I was like, man, I really want to listen to my own music, like not the music on here. So I ended up muting the TV and I just got in a sound bar and I threw on 2014 Forest Hills Drive, J. Cole, and just blasted that the whole time that I was playing Limbo. And it like kind of wow. oddly worked out, even though it's like there's really no <laughs> connection between the two, you know? <laughs> Man, you know, it's crazy, bro. Like, I feel like even though technology is amazing nowadays, we have, like, some great vibes on some of the shit that we have. Like, some of the best shit was back then, bro. Like, like I remember sure. Def Jam fighting Vendetta. Do you guys Dude, that? yeah. That used to be my Hell yeah. shit, bro. Yeah, like, a lot that of hours on that, for sure. 
Bro, Aaron. Dude, actually, was, you know, Ghostface was my shit, dude. Which one? Ghostface killer. Ghostface killer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Aaron, you know what? You know who? What you put me on to, bro? Tell me, is it NBA or uh, Street? NBA Street for sure. You definitely put me on yeah. NBA Street, but you—it <laughs> was something you put me on that was even like at one point in time was even bigger than that. I'm sorry, was even Go bigger than it, that. Yeah. It was Tony Hawk, fool. You put me oh, on yeah, Tony yeah, yeah. Hawk. I used That's to play game. that game so much, fool. Like, yeah. yeah. All the time. That and like the BMX. Tony Hawk and the BMX, that was the same thing, wasn't it? Pretty they, well, they were close to the same shit. I remember you uh used to be big on uh SSX Tricky. Oh bro, that was my shit too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh was that uh Yeah. Uh man what's that uh that metal uh metal? Something metal. Twisted metal, that's it. Yeah, yeah. bro, when I, I, saw say, that I thought I remembered you playing that. Bro, Twisted Metal was my shit, bro. I don't even know why they don't have an updated version of that game for today. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, they bought the release, or they got that shit. Like, they got like a show on it now yeah. with yeah. Anthony Mackie. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Yeah, Samoa right? Joe. Samoa Joe plays Sweet Tooth, the wrestler. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's actually funny, like whoever created it, like they did a decent job. Like almost every single car is like almost exactly the same. I heard show. it's like uh, pretty cool. decent. They already got like renewed for a second season. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I haven't fully watched it. I'm just not. I'm not really. Only time I watch TV is when I'm here with my girl, bro. But I hear you. Ooh, yeah. Careful. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't let anybody know you're locked down. That's a part of the appeal, yeah. man. That's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt your ratings, bud. That's gonna hurt the, the record sales. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, bro. We live, in a, we live in a time nowadays, bro, where girls don't give a fuck if you're in a relationship or not, bro. If you, yeah. honestly, you might yeah. get m- more attraction if you have a girlfriend than you did. Yeah, it's the forbidden fruit. Forbidden fruit. He's the settling down type. Yeah, crazy, bro. But I just, you know, you just gotta keep it real at all times. Fuck it, bro. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I probably—I have to be honest—I probably watch a little too much TV. <laughs> I got kids, and like uh, that's like the wind down thing in the evening. It's like here's your tablets. Me and mom's gonna watch some fucked up show tonight. <laughs> so keep yourselves busy. <laughs> yeah. you know. I'm gonna be honest though. I, I noticed like having kids, bro. It kind of changes everything. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. my little brothers yeah. got kids. Both, both of my little brothers got kids. Yeah. Jermaine got two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bro, yeah. I, bro, I love my nieces and my nephews so much, bro. Like, but my I feel you. <laughs> my favorite part is I can give them back. You know what I mean? Like, I love right. them. I can keep them forever, bro. But take them kids back. <laughs> I don't got that responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I don't man. got that responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Kids are the greatest thing in the world, but like even until you actually even have your own, you don't realize like how much time and like individuality is like taken from you. And I'm not like trying to bring it down. It's just like realize these things, <laughs> these decisions that you're making, right? You know, like when you're going to make these facts. decisions, there's going to be a lot of lot, a lot of less you time. You know, facts, facts, definitely. So if that's important, yeah. you definitely want to make that decision when it's time. Man, we just we we want to be success. I just, for me, bro, like I just I feel like we're like this close. You know what I mean? To like never have to, never having to worry about 
Yeah. Like, if I decide I want to have a kid today, I know my kid's going to have everything that he needs or she needs. Like, I know it. Like, we're this close. So, like, I don't. Right. Right now, if I, if I have to sacrifice having one right now, because I want one, I ain't going to lie to you. But, like, <laughs> if I have to wait, I'm cool with waiting. You know what I mean? I'm cool with yeah. waiting. We getting old. Uh, now, you're gonna you be know? an awesome dad. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, yeah. you'll be an awesome dad. That's no question about that. Got to, bro. You know, I think it's something that we can probably all like share, and and it's not to like piss on or shit on like you know our parents at all. But I think it's kind of like you always, at least me. This is the way I always thought of it. It's like whenever I'm a dad, I'm gonna do this different. You know, like try to like break the cycle in like certain situations and stuff like that. I think that's kind of like helps drive you to be a better parent as well. Yeah, man, you got to be the greatest version of yourself in every way, period. Because like when we when we first come into this world, bro, we think like it's all about us, you know, like we un- sure. unknowingly like have a, a survival mechanism inside of us that makes us think that everything kind of is, it revolves around us. But you get older, bro, and you realize your purpose goes way further than that, you know? And, like, the generations that come after you are so yeah. important. And, you know, the kids are so, like, just so precious to you. Like, they're so, like, yeah. I don't know. I know me, bro, when I have a when I have a kid, bro, like, the type of father that I envision myself to be. Uh, so you're over, you're over as you're going. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bro. I, I ain't gonna say all that, but you know. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I just, I just, I just, no, I feel you. Great. I feel you, man. It's, and um, kind of touch on what Barrett was saying and what you were saying uh, about being a better version of ourselves. It's, um, it's not even a challenge to our parent, like our parental figures, as, exactly. uh, but in the sense, like we want to be better, better than they were. You know, because there's sure. areas where we recognize with ourselves where we could have used a little bit extra or uh, like the, or Guidance even just, way. you know, a little more space, you know, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Just different approaches, you know, and seeing how that affects you and reflecting is like a really big, it's really important, uh, especially like as people who are parents and then those who uh, long to be parents and or plan to be parents yeah. in general. Yeah. So. And and just realizing like our parents were fucking human as fuck, bro. Like they were Dude, trying to yeah. they were trying to yeah. figure that shit out too. You know what I mean? So like kids having kids. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like honestly, bro, like when I do have a son, even though I'm gonna make it extremely hard for him, like I expect him to be better than me. You know what I mean? Like that's just how I feel, you know, like period. Yeah. Dude, like it's gotta be like that. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. It's funny, like we all we um <clears throat> I'm like lately, like I travel a lot, like I'm literally on fucking planes like every fucking week, every other week I'm on a different plane going either to New York or Atlanta or, or back in LA or St. Louis or I'm somewhere, you know what I mean? Right. Or Austin, like I haven't been to Texas in a minute, but like I used to be there more often than usual, you know what I mean? And yeah. Like, I realized, bro, like, it's so much world out there, bro. And it's so much, like, so much to learn. And it's so much opportunity. And it's just so much, like, everything, bro. But, like, like, at the same time, bro, like, that shit could all just, like, in a split second, just everything be calm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, bro, just make the most of today. Be the best version of you today. Do everything that you can do today. Because tomorrow don't exist. Mm -hmm. The day before that don't exist. The past don't exist. Like, it's all right now. So, 
you know, yeah. like, like life is so, good. You know what I mean? With all these like nuggets of knowledge that are being thrown out right now, I I gotta I gotta lean into something I saw on your your Instagram, mm-hmm. J Rose. Uh, I think you made an appearance on the Purple Turtle. Is that the name of the show? Do I got that right? Maybe you can correct me. Shout out to my yeah, guy, the, the Purple Shell. And uh, <laughs> I I laughed my ass off, dude, when I heard you Shout say out Purple Shell. I heard you say, I didn't realize girls like to be peed on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I lost my shit, dude. I laughed so hard. I haven't had that good of a laugh in a while. Like and I, I could tell you were being very sincere when you said that too, because I mean I know you. So it's like I, I saw it in your eyes. Like you, I saw you. Like I, I can't believe women like to be peed on. <laughs> I just lost my shit, dude. Mind blown. <laughs> you know what's crazy, bro? I'm gonna tell you. Like, and y'all know this about me a little bit. I don't really like go too deep about my pops. You know what I mean? But my pops, he's like real, like heavy in the streets. You know, and he was yeah. like. Well, pops, you know, he was, he was, he, he was real player. You know what I mean? He's not really the husband. Like, you don't want to marry my pops. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, this is me being honest. But, you know, I was just taught, like, bitches ain't shit. Like, that's just what I learned from him, you know? But I also grew up in a house with just my mom. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. my best friends, my close friends are women. You know, like, I kind of grew I didn't, I literally didn't lose my, I was, I'm pretty sure I was one of the last people to lose my virginity in high school. You know what I mean? Like I was a virgin all through high school. You know what I mean? And I thought because I got older, I experienced life. You know what I mean? Like I, I you know, I'm be honest with you, bro. I, I be with some fine women. I, like what? I thought I knew everything. No, no. I just remember something that's it ain't really. Um, Podcast material. I just remember lay it, lay it on. I just remember Let's talking on. I just you might as well say it now. Let's go. Let's fucking well, go. Well, I just remember being on the phone with you uh, at one point. Uh, this was after I went into like homeschooling and shit or whatever. But we were talking about girls and just like we were both like I think we were probably like sixteen, seventeen, something like that, and just talking about like what we had going on, like in our. Uh, our uh, action premarital lives, you know, <laughs> and uh, so he's there. So, but I just remember like us talking. I was just like super excited, like yeah, dude, I did all these things, man. Blah, blah. And then like he started telling me the story, and I'm like, bro, like, is that real? Is that, <laughs> can you really do that? <laughs> like, did that really happen? And like we talked later, we talked later on, like years after that, and you were just like, I don't even know why I just was like saying all that shit before, like. It was just goofy, but it was just so like I just you said that and I just triggered that memory. No, bro, like, listen, I swear on everything I love, bro. It got to a point where, like, I I started lying about being a virgin because when I would say I was a virgin, sure. no one would believe me. No one yeah. believed me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would just be like, "Fuck it, I ain't a virgin." You know what I mean? But in all actuality, I yeah. <laughs> I was a virgin, my boy. <laughs> Yeah, to this day, though, like to this day, like I learned, like a lot of people are way more experienced than than anything I ever did. Like, yeah, but, yeah, they like getting peed on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what the fuck? 
Hey, uh, they like worse Full than that. Circle. I got I got some some films for you guys. Church of Fudge. You ever heard of that? Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Uh, Aaron, Aaron's got the heavy blinks. He's been fucked up too many times. Hey, you know this is the craziest part, though. This is the craziest part about being on the Purpose Show. When I first went on there. I had never seen the podcast before ever in my entire life. I never knew how big this because it's a decent like they got a, a good yeah podcast. they got a good following yeah yeah you know what I mean so like I had no clue about any of that and I love podcasts but I'm more like into like mental health and I like financial literacy and stuff like that I don't really like dabble into just like the entertainment side so like. When I went on the Purple Show, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, bro. Yeah. And, like, it was just crazy because, like, we was having a conversation and all of a sudden he was just like, so I got to ask, like, have you ever had sex with two dudes at the same time? I was like, oh, shit. Damn. Like, this Dude, yeah. I was, like, just watching you on yeah. those clips was just, like, yeah. that, that was worth the whole lot. Bro, I was <laughs> like blindsided. <laughs> I didn't know what. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't know what like, I was getting. Yeah, myself. have you? Who <laughs> <laughs> the fuck says that? Like, like uh, what the fuck? Bro, that was the craziest shit ever, bro. But you know chick, what it like is? like an OnlyFans chick or something? It seems like they have like a, a lot of OnlyFans chicks on their shows and stuff. Man, she was either, she was some sort, some sort of sex worker, I think. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel yeah. like sex work nowadays is extremely common. You know what I mean? So oh, I don't definitely. really oh, yeah. don't look at it that yeah. way no more. But nah. At first, there was I, definitely a taboo yeah. to it, like in our youth. But nowadays, it's like way yeah. more common. Especially like, yeah. I, I think it like oddly as this might seem to say, like COVID kind of made it more acceptable because like OnlyFans and I mean it was already a thing, but it like really blew up during COVID because it was like a way for people yeah. to make a living. Even like uh, exotic dancers and strippers and stuff, they would they went to OnlyFans and started making money there. And some of them didn't even come yeah. back, you know. So, um, but yeah, shout I know out to the strippers. Do well. We, I love, yeah, I, love I love strippers. Shout out to the strippers. We love y'all. Um, continue to do, <laughs> yep. do, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, some people like them a little too much. <laughs> Going broke for them. Going broke. People love them. Yeah, you love right, them too right. much. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. yeah. And I, I'm not like, like it's so crazy because, like, you know, it, this is. I'm gonna tell you all the craziest shit. The more I live life, and the more I get out in the world and experience the shit I experience, the more conservative I become. Is that weird? Dude, I kind of, it's yeah. too much exposure. <laughs> a little bit. It's like, so especially, much of like, especially like when they have kids, you know? Yeah. Too much, too much. Yeah. But um, I was on the phone with my brother, and I heard my little niece, like, vibe into some sexy red, and I got pissed. I was like, what the, y'all know who sexy red is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I got you know, pissed. Like, why? <laughs> I got pissed. I was like, bro. You know, unpopular opinion, but kind of wish I didn't, you know? Bro. Know who she was? Yeah. It's crazy because, like, like, honestly, like, like grinding in St. Louis for as long as I did, you know what I mean? Like, I done crossed paths with every fucking body in St. Louis. I was going to say, yeah, you probably. 
so many shows with sexy and, yeah and all of them bro like all of them all of them all of them i'm like metro and it's so I, I even got songs i don't know if you like seeing but i got a song with murphy lee you know what i mean like i i got i got chingy's number in my phone i call chingy you know what i mean like i done did yeah. i done did some crazy shit so i done like networked with all of the fucking stars in st louis and it's just like right crazy bro because like sexy red that's like her in real life like what y'all see that's her, that's mm-hmm. right. that's not a facade you know what i mean like that's I didn't like think her so. real yeah, no, nah, that's her real yeah. case. It's always been her character. Yeah. Yeah, she really got some flack for that Trump comment. Uh, what was that? Just a couple months ago, I want to say. She said she made, she she said? made some like, she said some comment in, in the uh, I'm not going to have a word for word right now, but I'll, I'll get the idea of it. Um, something to the effect of, you know, I, I was actually a lot better off with Trump in office and like I don't really have any problem if he was to be elected again. I, no, that's not what she said word for word, but it was something to that effect. Well, a bunch of people blew up on her about that, um, which, you know, you know I kind of said a similar thing one time to like, I was like, well, I, I, you know, my taxes were better personally, like, for, yeah. you know, I have a day job, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be was, honest with you though, bro. Like, I'm, I'm going to be real honest. Like, I hate the, I hate the negative connotation that is associated with Trump because like, I don't really talk politics like if honestly if it wasn't for the fact that he's your podcast and like we're family I would never talk politics on a podcast you know what I mean but like just because like I just try like I don't really I don't think it's necessary for me to express myself when it comes to that type of stuff but I feel like it's Mm -hmm. I feel like with y'all I can be very honest with you you know like I voted for Trump like when he first got in office you know what I mean like I really did and it's just because like I'm not a like I think for myself. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't yeah. I don't I don't allow people to like tell me some shit and then me not look at the fact like figure out what the facts are. And I think like right. I think like I think, critical thinking. Yeah, you know like when I grew up bro like when they was telling me that Donald Trump was racist, at first part of me was like fucking racist. But then <laughs> I started thinking about it and I was like, but I see him in all of the black TV shows, like all of the black, like all of the rappers fucked with Trump. You know what I mean? Like, like he's, he, like he was a, he was a supporter for a lot of black. Big him parting, Lil Wayne did some, did favors for him. Yeah, bro. Like, and then like, (laughs) it was even more crazy that they was calling him like that and like, My girl is so sensitive to sound. But look, uh, it's even more crazy. Being too loud. <laughs> she 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 always tells me fucking quiet. She, she always tells me I'm too loud. But especially when she's sleeping, that's what it is. She fell asleep. But it was even more funny, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was even more funny because it was real funny. <laughs> it was even more funny because he he pardoned Kodak Black of all people to pardon. He parted Kodak Black. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. But I think it's crazy I mean, now. It's just so random. It, it's so it, it like called up his like great grandson and is like, "Hey, who's cool right now that I can help out?" <laughs> I know Kanye probably told him to him. To be honest with you, it was either Kanye or Kim or something because like they had several meetings with Trump. Yeah, bro. No, Kanye was like this with Trump. 
But I think, like, yeah. honestly, man, like, I just, I don't know, man. I'm at, a, I'm at a point where it's like, I hope every single person that I know is thinking for themselves. Because if they're not sure. thinking for themselves, they're being tricked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I done seen, since COVID, bro, and just all of the shit that's going on, bro, like, I done did everything. I, I owned a security company in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like, I was literally, like, in the middle of COVID, I was partying. Like, I'm talking about, like... Yeah. I'm I'm so close to other people in a party. None of us got masks on. I could, yeah. And I'm hitting somebody. You know what I mean? And not only bro, and not only am I doing that, but I'm doing that with some like some of the biggest people in the fucking music industry, movie industry. You know what I mean? Every industry. You know what I mean? Like I I done kicked it with Murphy's ex-wife and Jazzy Faye and fucking the Migos, Metro Boomin and fucking all kind of motherfuckers. Like in in a very small enclosed space four or five days a week. Not just like once a week or two times a month. I'm talking like I'm in that bitch five days a week and never ever 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 got sick with COVID. You know what I mean? What? Let me not. Say, yeah, I, I never got it myself. Let me not say too much on here because I don't want to cause no problem. Well, yeah, you'll get a flag immediately. Yeah, you might need to. Yeah. You might need to. You might need to beep that out. But I'll, just, we'll, like, just we'll level this things. out. Yeah, just we'll certain things. Like, so it it is. Of course, COVID is a thing that like it affected some people more drastically than others, right? And it was like usually the old people. Uh, I will say, like I never get sick i don't get the flu i don't get colds like i'm very fortunate like i got a great immune system however i did get covid finally last year and it fucked me up bad dude like my lower back was killing me like and then i found out that i had like three bulging discs in my back and shit that i didn't even know that i had like and the doctors told me it's like i guess the covid just kind of like woke it up and yeah like i had occasional like nip uh, hip pain and like numbness and stuff but after I had COVID like my back was like drastically fucked up to where like on Christmas Eve I had to go to the hospital and I could like not even move like it was that bad and I have a pretty high pain tolerance like all my back was locked up and shit could not move um, yeah. so I will say like at least the one time that I knowingly got it that is uh, like that was the worst I've ever been sick in my life fever throwing up diarrhea I mean like every fucking symptom people had I had you know cough um, it wasn't like I had it all at once. It was just like this for a day and then that for a day and then this for a day. Like it just kept mm-hmm. going on for like a week straight, you know? So yeah. it is a thing. Uh, it sucks. Definitely um, a thing. But like, I can't say that it's any worse than like the flu for most people, you know, too. So I think there was definitely, you know, a, uh, an overreaction and it, it's the unknown, right? Like everybody gets afraid of the unknown. And as we've learned more and more about this illness and like, the mutagens and everything else we've gotten smarter and like we know what to do and i'm and i'm not saying like masking doesn't work because like arlo my son had covid like probably like three times and i never got it any time while he had it and we like wore masks in the house just to make sure and mm-hmm. uh, like none of us ever got covid anytime he was sick he had he tested positive on three different occasions that i know of uh rory never tested positive uh, ava my youngest she's 18 months old she had it at least once i think that we were aware of but we speculated more than that but yeah i mean it it's a thing it sucks i don't i don't want that specific thing to happen to me again but i've also have friends who've gotten it a second time and like it wasn't nearly as bad or it was entirely different you know so it's it's just one of those things i think it's gonna be like the flu you know we're gonna you know get vaccines or uh, boosters or whatever 
I, I, I just want people to think for themselves, bro. Like, I, I understand, like, there's uh, there's always truth in everything. There's a little bit of truth in the lot, in the best lies. You know what I mean? But, like, just think for I yourself. <laughs> whether it comes to music, whether it comes to relationships, whether it comes to whatever, bro, don't allow people to try to tell you what they think is the best thing for you. Like, hear, hear yeah. people, like, you know, your life is your life. You know what I mean? Like, like do what you what you feel is best in, in regard to you, you know, like, yeah. And, and people that like listen to our show too, like know that sometimes we take like our takes on like Trump and like we have political views sometimes specifically too. So like people kind of like knows where I stand on all that, but I've also like given the guy credit. Like, I don't like Trump. I think he is a piece of shit, but also at the same time, like there are a lot of things that people say about him negatively that aren't correct. And, like people that probably vote very similar to me. You know, I think that there's like there's this terrible like snowflake mentality and it's almost like virtue signaling. It's like it's like all these stereotypes that you can like put into like one person. Right. Like these people that try to like, uh, you know, find offense in things that you really shouldn't like take offense. And you need to have a little bit thicker skin. But I also grew up very differently than everybody else. So it's easy for me to say. And I really shouldn't expect people to be like me. Right. So. But I, I do think that there's definitely a culture of particularly like left-leaning people that uh, are easily triggered, um, you know, automatically want to put like labels on people to like discredit them that sometimes aren't exactly accurate. Uh, but it, hap- it doesn't matter, like, you know, same shit, different toilet, right? You know, it doesn't matter if you're a conservative or a liberal, like everybody's doing it. Too. Yeah, everybody's fucked up. Everybody don't like don't have all the answers. Everybody's trying to figure out what is best for them. Everybody, you know what I mean? Right. Like it was all, two all, wings of the same bird. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. as long as you as long as you love and people like human beings, bro, and you're doing the best that you can to become the greatest version of you, bro. That's all that really matters, bro. Like that's why whenever people start talking about politics, like I know some conservatives that are fucked up. Like, like <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about like real redneck, like. KKK member Absolutely. as fucking conservatives, yeah. bro. But then also know some some conservatives that are like literally like take the clothes off their back and give them to me. You know what I mean? Like I know some 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 more liberal type of people who are fucked up in the head. You know what I mean? Completely. Oh yeah. And then I know some that are just fucking great, amazing people. So it's just like, bro, like what are we really talking about? Like we talking about being humans, bro. Like that's yeah. all it is. I you think know. because like a lot of the things that involve politics that like affect personals, like people's lives, like day to day can, I should say, like, that's why people put such an importance on it. But like, realistically, whenever you put it into like perspective, it's like, uh, I know my wife and I've had this conversation many times. It's like, what the fuck is the point? Like, like really, you're just like putting a label on something and everybody marched to this, the tune of this drum. And, uh, you know, it doesn't, it really doesn't make any sense at the end of the day. And it really doesn't fucking matter. Like I have to disengage because like, I feel an obligation to like no current events. And like, we talk about that in our open pretty frequently for a podcast, but, but, you know, like at the same time, it's like, man, I just got to turn that shit off sometimes because negativity sells. And I, I just don't want to hear that all the time. Yeah. Honestly too, like being an artist, like I'm gonna be honest with you. Like mom, I have reaching a height that I've reached, you know, like doing the things that I've done, which is so crazy to me when I think about it, honestly, because like I'm, I'm doing some pretty amazing things and it's like, I know it's like, it's just God, bro. It's just God, bro. Like, being here to help me find my way and navigate through all of the things that I've done, because like, 
so many doors have just opened up, bro. And like, I know where I started out. You know what I mean? Y'all know where we started out. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's rare that people like actually get out of the space that we were in and, and like really just flourish like, like fully, you know? So it's like, but even in that sense, bro, like my managers, everybody, they're like, yo, like, like I got a PR agent and they're like, yo, like you need to not talk about this stuff when you're, you need to make sure that you're not, you know, like you don't want to talk about these people. You don't want to, you don't want to be anti-Semitic. You don't want to be, you know, uh, uh, what's, what's the word? What's the other word? Uh, a bigot. I guess, bro. Homophobic. Homophobic. That word. I, that's how much uh, I don't yeah. give a fuck about the shit. You know what I mean? Like, like all this right, shit, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I don't want to have to think about. I should be able to say whatever I want and not be a big fucking deal because I, to my mouth, I could yeah. say whatever the fuck I want. I, I agree. You know what I mean? I agree with you, but like you know. <laughs> People and, are too bored, uh, man. Know, People need more hobbies, like real hobbies. Facts, bro. I agree. I agree. Facts. You know, like people like that you've got you, nothing better you know, to do other power. than make up words to make somebody feel some type of way, <laughs> or for you to feel some type of way because you made up a word about somebody, like bro, like it's like oh, yeah. you're a you're a D cell battery, and it's like I don't even know what that means. It's like, well, you're it, so feel bad, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Dude, I can't even begin to tell you. I'm stupid. I was fortunate like, enough to like not ever give a shit whenever people called me names of any sort. Um, I'd say like I finally got over that maybe like seventh, eighth grade year of school. Not to say like I still wasn't self-conscious. <laughs> like, you know, girls in particular is like kind of I think all of our kryptonite here, right? So Definitely. like um, you know, we're like we all got big hearts here and we love women. And um you know, so that that's a little bit different, but you know, whenever like I'm like somebody like a guy comes up and calls you a name, right? Like mm-hmm. I remember one time, uh, the guy we all went to school with, Michael Sumter, uh, for whatever reason, wanted to call me, you know, a, a homophobic superlative, and I'm like, I just looked at him and I was like, it, it's just something clicked in me finally, because Aaron and I particularly had kind of like an unusual situation where like a lesbian actually lived with us. It was our dad's best friend for like what 18 months or so, Aaron. Like she like lived uh, literally across it was, the hall. It was for a good while. That was my first yeah. exposure to lesbian. I was just like asked yeah. about it. Mom was like, uh, "She just likes girls." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, anyway, it was just like kind of a normal thing for us. Like we yeah. just didn't care. Like not like being gay and that sort of stuff. Like did didn't like bother any of us. But like it was of mm-hmm. course like because we went to like a very extremely conservative you know church almost occultic quite frankly yeah uh, they were like you know hating every you know hating just about everything and particularly gay people mm. and um you know i just i didn't it, i did never agree with that i i don't agree with that i don't agree with hating people for who they love you know now i'm not talking about the family pet uh you know or some fucking crazy ass you know shit you know like i'm not like obviously pedophilia and those things are bad but you know, when we're talking like a genuine like love, yeah, uh, for another person, like dudes love dudes. I don't care. Girls love girls. You know, love both. I don't. It never, never bothered me. So back to my story. I turned to this uh, Michael Sumter kid that we went to school with, and I was like, "So what?" You know, and like the whole class, like, "Oh, he he said he was that. He said he was this. He said he's gay. He's gay." And I'm like, what would it change? What would it change? What difference does it make? What difference does it make? 
you know? Oh, oh. And he got so worked up about it. And like five seconds of like that big, like everybody like feeling it here in a needle drop, like everybody was over it. Exactly. And like when you take, it was about taking the power from the word. Yeah, you that's know? all it was. Taking the power from the insult. And I, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't bother me. I didn't let it bother me. And uh, the minute that you like, you know, take the high road. So back to like some of those things we were talking about earlier, like, don't be a snowflake. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like at the end of the day, be an adult, be secure in yourself, be, you know, confident in yourself. And you know who you are. Fuck whatever the people say. Fuck what other people think about you. Right. Facts. Cause I, I, bro, I used to hear some crazy shit. I was told that I wasn't going to be shit so many times, bro. Like, what? Like, oh, so many times, bro. Now, like, I'd be looking at my life and I'd be like, damn. Like, And now you sing about those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, what are you talking about? You listen to his lyrics. He's singing about the people. He's singing about well, making fucking girls squirt and all this other so. shit. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Like I, I say it all the time. Like I just can't wait to like go back to AV and just tell shit on everybody. Like just go to. Honestly, I don't even want to. I don't even want to shit on anybody. I just want to go to the school and just tell all of the kids there. Like you can do it. Get your education. Yeah, don't let none of these motherfuckers yeah. try to tell you shit, bro. Because I started right here. With you. I agree. You know what I mean? I started right here with you, yeah. and I, t- I had people telling me every single day that I was never gonna be shit, bro. And now I'm on yeah. top of the world, bro. Like, do what the fuck you want to do with your life. Believe in yourself. Work your ass right. off. You can literally have anything, bro. Like, dude, that's like that's the sad thing. Like, I think like a lot of the teachers there in particular had this mentality. It was like where dreams go to die, right? It's like. I couldn't tell you how many teachers specifically told me like I wasn't going to do this thing that I wanted to do. And uh, that's kind of, that's not even kind of, it's fucked up because you never know who's sitting in your classroom. You know, you know who, you know who, you know, like, you know who one, it was two teachers in particular that were my all time favorite teachers, bro. It was Miss Tate. She was a counselor. She was the counselor. Like, yeah. One of the most amazing women I've ever met in my entire life. And Miss Lamb, bro. Miss Lamb. Miss Lamb. Bro, Miss Lamb was full of shit. Was such a real one, bro. She was such yeah. a real one. You know what I mean? And like I don't think like, I had her. I think that was after me. Now I'm older. Like, I'm old enough to say this, but Miss Lamb was fine as hell, my boy. Like Yeah, dude. Every dude, like I'm pretty sure everybody had a crush on her. If you if you had Miss Lamb as a teacher, you would have remembered her. Yeah. All of Dude, it. I crushed on Miss Skaggs for a while. Miss Miss Lamb, Miss Skaggs, and Miss Brogan. Miss Brogan. Miss is Miss Lamb. Is she uh, Dustin Brandsetter's older sister? Is that the same chick, or I'm getting her confused with somebody else? I I don't think so. Miss Lamb, Mister Lamb. No. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, but not the same, Mister Lamb. But they, yeah. uh, he. Miss Lamb was Miss Tate's daughter, bro. The counselor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, okay. Miss Lamb okay, was Miss Tate's daughter. Yeah, yeah. I didn't right. even put two and two together. Two, just yeah. funny story. Funny story, real quick. So <laughs> I was in fourth grade in Miss Walker's class, and she was our uh, like assistant teacher. Like she had to come in and do her like training, I guess, or whatever for like community college. 
to, like as a part of her teaching certificate stuff. And uh, she was like real nice to like some kids that I didn't like in that class. And we were like doing like map testing or whatever the version of that was at the time. And uh, we were supposed to be quiet. So like they wanted us to stay busy. So they gave me like a, a you know, like sketch paper to like draw and shit. And I was like really into drawing these cartoons. I'd always check out like these cartoon books from the library and shit and like figure out how to draw these little characters and stuff. So I got like in this mode of like being able to draw all these characters. But then I would like take a person that I knew and made them these characters. And I drew Dustin Brandstetter uh, in a diaper. Like as this baby caricature that I found. And uh, he was hopping on a dildo. And Miss Tate, <laughs> her daughter, Miss Lamb, was looking at him, pointing her finger, like, "Don't you be doing that!" <laughs> like a character oh, of her that I drew, because she was no. like, she was rough. She was like mean to us as kids, because like I don't think she like really had patience for kids at the time, because she was just like a you know, young college age kid. Wasn't uh, had her on, you know? Yeah, and then. Uh, Fucking Miss Walker, who like it broke my heart to like disappoint her because she was amazing. She's one of the best teachers. I love Miss Walker. Oh, she came up and she fucking pulls that note because Spencer had it. I passed it up in class and Spencer Helms had it, and he fucking was losing his shit about falling over on the floor laughing in fourth grade. She fucking snatches the note, pulls it out, reads it, and I could see her face turn red like she is pissed. And she like grabbed me by the arm and walked me up to the office and uh. I remember, like, when I got home from school, uh, mom handed this off to dad, of course. Uh, and I didn't see that. Like, this is while dad was still working, so I didn't see him for a few days. And uh, he ended up sitting down with me. He's like, I heard you drew, drew this picture. And I was, like, fucking terrified because I thought I was going to get that shit beat out of me. And uh, I was like, yeah. He's like, why'd you do it? And I, I told him, I was like, well, I didn't really like them. And. You know, they're kind of being mean to me, and I just thought it'd be funny to like draw them in this way. It'd be like better than doing something else. And uh, he's like, "Okay, I respect that answer. I appreciate you telling the truth. Just don't do it again." And that was it. Like I, I thought that I was gonna get the piss beat out of me because it was such a big ordeal, and they'd have a meeting with the principal and all this shit. And I was just like totally embarrassed, and uh, you know, just went away. No punishment. Nothing. No. Just don't do it again. A lot of them, a lot of them kids that we went to school with, though they 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 ass whoop, bro. Like they just needed like one or two like real yeah. ass. Yeah. Oh boy, like, I uh, <laughs> I handed out a few of those weapons myself. I'll tell you. <laughs> I know you did too. <laughs> bro, they did some ass weapons like they, bro. It was it was crazy, bro. Like, yeah. yeah well that's the th that's the thing of it too it's like we're not trying to like be on here and be hard or anything it was like we, we we attempted other ways we tried to use our words you know it wasn't like we were like out for a fight like trying to fight everybody too like it wasn't like a dick measuring contest or nothing it was like okay you're a piece of shit this is how we're handling this you know that's this now basically you a trigger you. Off, you know hey my boy hey yeah after them games sheesh I'm still uh, handing out. I ain't gonna lie. One thing I wonder. I'm a great person, but I'm still handing out an ass whooping. I don't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. It, it's been a few years hey, since I've had to. I will do my best to avoid it, but but yeah, but, uh, avoid it as much as possible. But if you have to, yeah. But if you got to, fucking win that shit real quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I agree. Um, there ain't no such thing as a clean fight either. <laughs> <laughs>
In the streets, there ain't uh, no queen fights, boys. If I can get out without being as sore as possible the next day, that's where I'm going for. Yeah, facts. Facts. Big facts. Then I'm going to come home and my girl's going to give me a facial. There you go. I didn't know you liked that stuff. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Guys getting facials. I didn't know that. Oh, I, I literally that just, I literally, when I tell you, I just like wiped a mud mask off of my face before jumping on this live. I was like, fuck, I gotta. I know, dude. You I was wondering why you was glowing. Beautiful skin, dude. Glowing. Yeah. <laughs> you are glowing. <laughs> I ain't seen anybody glow like that since my wife's pregnancy. Man, life is, life is good, my boy. Life is good. I, I ate a Giorno pizza for the first time. I got clean Bro, I ate a Giorno pizza for the first time in like like two years. I've been trying to convince my bro, my girl, she a little bougie. So like I've been trying to convince her to get a Giorno pizza. She's like, ill Every single time. Ew. Fuck. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. I'm so happy we yeah, did. What you think? What was the room? <laughs> Boston, it was so good. I was like, why the fuck did I listen to her? You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. do we even listen to her? Why do we listen to women? <laughs> did she eat any? Damn right she did. She, it was what she think? What's, she think? What's the reviews? Yeah, she, the it, chef, it was uh, pretty good. She ate some. She ate some. She was, yeah. she was happy with it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like well, you're lying. I'll show <laughs> we still love you. Yeah, hey, uh, one thing I wanted to mention too is I remember like whenever you guys, I don't want to say like first became friends, but whenever you would call the house, Brian, and you know, sometimes I would obviously answer the phone because like this is, you know, this is the day before cell phones, of course. So like we're talking call landlines and shit. We're dating ourselves. Uh, but I, you know, like in a house of like six plus people, usually in our house. And uh, so it's like first person on the phone. And like I'd pick up the phone, any other of Aaron's friends that would call the house, like Aaron there, you know, that'd be it. But like I'd pick up the phone and you'd be on the other side. You would like mix it up with me for like five to ten minutes. Yeah. And like even I'd like some occasions, Aaron would finally like find his way to the phone, and be like, "Hey, you guys on your talking? Like I'm supposed to be talking to Brian, you know? <laughs> you know, like we would like actually mix it up on the phone, like before we even like really became friends, because like the way Av was set up too is like you know you guys were like three or four years behind me in school. So I didn't really see you guys until you guys got up into like upper middle school yeah. at school. Um, and, and I know like once Aaron, like we had to do a lot of stuff with like eighth grade band whenever I was in 11th grade. Yeah. And uh, cause like not enough people signed up for band and shit. So I think that's where we kind of like all started doing the a major level of clown and leveled up to about that time. Definitely. What, what was our band teacher's name? Mr. Bartley? Bartley. Yeah. Did yeah, we have probably. another teacher too? Was Mr. Bales? Mr. Bales, Bales. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember us Bales being the brave guy, but he got Bales off. at the Civic Center at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I forgot about that. Is that a hard task? <laughs> oh my god! Is that a hard task? She was, she was a, she was a baller for real. She really but, was, but she started playing rough, so we were like, okay, and then. Mr. Bales was good too, man. We played with him sometimes. Man. He was, uh, <laughs> hey, Mr. Bales, Bales was pretty decent. Like, I, was surprised. I don't know what it was about Mr. Bales, bro, but he was just kind of like he was like he he was just kind of intimidating a little bit. You know what I mean? Like Mr. Mr. Bart, Bales, yeah, like 
He just, I don't know. He just really had like a shitty yeah. attitude. Maybe that's like what it was. Us. Maybe I think he was like this close yeah. to being like, I'm done yeah. with this place. And we were like the straw yes. that broke the camel's yes. back. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell you how many times we made him cry in my classes. Like he li- literally cried and just like went in his office for the rest of the time. Yeah. I, I like, I'm not necessarily saying that like proudly. Yeah. There was <laughs> not bragging. I usually defend. I I usually like defended the guy, but he would be a dick sometimes. Like I remember right. one time he was kind of picking on somebody. I can't remember who in my class, and I ended up. I stood up and told him to shut up, and he was like, "What?" You know, he was like kind of picking on somebody for not being like very good. Like they clearly like weren't practicing or whatever. But it was also like one of those kids that you knew had like a shitty home life. Like his parents were probably mm-hmm. fucking beating him and. If they were even home, you know, um, and I was just like, "Shut up, dude!" <laughs> I was like, "Lay off of him," because the kid was like clearly embarrassed, like looking at the floor, and uh, he just like had this expectation that everybody should be like actually trying really hard, in mm. like he's in AV, right? So, you know, and uh, I think like eventually that he had enough of that, you know, and and he he went on to other places, but. Uh, Bales had his good qualities too. I had him a little bit longer than you guys, so I can speak to it a little bit more. But Bart- Bartley was definitely a huge shift change too, because like there was a coup right out the get for people like trying to get rid of him. You guys remember that? Fuck like, yeah! yeah. Get rid of they, his ass. Fucking what are Casey yeah. Pryor walking around with the fucking uh, petition? Uh, petition, yeah, to get him removed and bring Mr. Bales back. They hated Mr. Bartley. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I fucked with Mr. Bartley a little bit. I definitely used I to. I fucked with him oh, too. Yeah. I used to get on his ass. He, he had his moments too. Yeah. So he, yeah. he, he definitely did. I used to get on his but, ass. That boy gave yeah. me. But it's so funny seeing the progression, like just in that first year of like once he took over, like how much better, like even like the band sounded. Everything. And everybody like everybody like wanted it to sound good instead of just being told to make right. it sound good. So, because they liked him, yeah. Like yeah. he even like through that initial adversity, he got people to like him still yet, you know. He like and, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would like he would actually. One thing that was really cool about him, I remember this, uh, Brian, when we were like working on some drumline shit. Like one time we stayed after school to do some drumline stuff, and he actually like came over and like played with us, mm-hmm. which like kind of struck a chord with me because I was just like, man, Bales would have never done nothing like this. Yeah, you know, like I don't. I just thought it was like pretty cool. Like he like always ingratiated himself with everybody. Like he would like he wouldn't just like tell you to do something. He like actually try to actively do it with you as yeah. well. You know, yeah, so the that fact that that like, dude could play like alone. everything. He could. He could play oh, literally yeah. every instrument. He like, was like very skilled music. Like he was hella talented. Like I I accredit a lot of my like musical excelling in late high school to him specifically because like. I'd be like, hey, I learned this new thing, and I come show it to him. He'd be like, no, that's not the right way you play that. I'll show you how to play that real quick. And he'd show me like three or four times, and then like I know the right way to play whatever song that was. You know, I couldn't tell you how many times that happened. You know, he was, uh, and this is like in the infancy of like stuff like Ultimate Guitar and shit that I was like peeling off of there. Some redneck, I watched him play cowboy chords, and I thought that was the right thing. And uh, he would be like, no, this is the right way to play that song. And you know, and I played a lot of music with him, as you guys know. So yeah. like I know obviously how great of an actual player he is too. But yeah, man. Uh, hope that guy's doing good. I know he got into some trouble. Um, but like, even after I got out of high school, I went over to his house a few times, hung out with him. He was he was a good guy. I'm not saying he didn't grow. That was. I'm saying he didn't grow. Yeah, it was a fucking so crazy. Thing, man. 
president. But, but that was no surprise to anybody. Like, bro, I heard like, all kind of like, crazy shit back then. Bro. Bro. Like, I don't heard. But I ain't gonna go. I ain't gonna go on to all of that. I'm gonna chill out. No, like, uh, yeah, you can. Well, you can assume immediately where people went. Yeah, uh, bro, it was. It was I heard all kind yeah. of crazy shit about teachers yeah. back then. So I just. <laughs> but was it? Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like kind of like the parents thing too, though. It's like you grow up and you realize, like, our teachers was mad human too. For like, they was hell. Yes. Like. You don't really real, yep. you know. I was thinking about this too, but like I straight, I think I quit band before I left AV. Like I feel like I quit band. I quit my I, last semester of school. Like I was, I was burnt out on just nobody giving a shit, and you know that. I ended up getting kicked out of AV. AV. I just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you didn't even you went to uh, Central after you left AV, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, we left. Yeah, whenever we had that house at Park Hills, like we hung out once or twice there because you were going yeah. to school up there at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, me and Brian walked in like 110 degree fucking weather down to, I don't know, he came over to the house and then we walked back to, I think it was your house. But uh, I don't think that, for some reason, I feel like uh, your mom like came outside. Did you, like I thought it was weird. I was like, why wouldn't I just go inside? But I think it was somebody else. There that was just like we don't need nobody else in here kind of thing. No, my mom was always weird about people coming over to the house, bro. She was just always. No, I'm hip to that, but like prior to that, like even uh, just like when we were younger, like got to a point because like my dad even came over to your mom or like your house to introduce himself to that way. Like, can Brian come over? You know, that's true. That's always like standoffish anyway. But and I don't know. Anyway, we like walked out there, and then somehow we ended up at the city pool. Like somebody, some girl you knew, her mom came and picked us up and took us to the city. <laughs> so random, bro. I don't know, bro. I was wilding back. By the time I was yeah. a junior in high school, bro, there was like I don't know what the fuck I was on, bro. I think I made you play Guitar Hero or something whenever you were at the house. I, bro, you made <laughs> you made me love Guitar Hero, bro. Like because of you, I wanted Guitar Hero. For real, who is that? It was stricken, stricken. It was the song I remember specifically. Who sang that? Uh, it was the song. It would have been like Guitar Hero 3 or something, bro. It was my favorite to this day. Anyway. I like that song. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Anytime I hear it, yeah, literally, I go right back. Literally, that, that's what that's oh, kind of like disturbed, disturbed. Uh, okay. Yes, that's it. Them, I'm now that I look back, they was a little disturbed for real. But I love, I love disturbed. <laughs> I think they might still be because they're still, yeah, they're still out there doing it. That's when I started looking that shit up. That shit used to scare the shit out of me, bro. Like pentagrams and shit. Oh, like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? If you listen to half the shit me and Aaron listen to present day, you'd probably be even more scared of us. <laughs> yeah, we've we've. We're all over the spectrum with our musical tastes. Bro, the music industry is so crazy, bro. Like, there's crazy shit in all of it at this point, bro. Like, Well, I was going to say, yeah, you probably see a lot of wild shit out there. Like, some of the underground raves and wild shit that happens out in California. The random bro, spots and places. I've been to parties in California where you're not allowed to take your phone. Where you have to sign NDAs to get in. And the wildest shit happens. And you're just like... You just kind of act like it's normal, but it's really not normal. So, yeah. like a lot. Of <laughs> like, sure. 
You know, I'm just looking at every chair before I sit down, you know? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Like, you got to pay attention to every movie. Drink doesn't leave this hand, and I'm just looking where I'm sitting, you know? Not, most time, I'm not though, that surprised by you saying that, though, because, like, I know it's a thing, and it's funny, like, you make this reference, but, you know, TV, movies, that sort of stuff, you hear about these things. But uh, House of Usher, like, the new horror series, just had an episode, like, that was kind of the premise of one of them, because, like, the upper echelon, like, these, this family that's a part of, like, big pharma and shit, like, they throw this huge-ass party, and it's, like, you gotta sign NDAs to get in, everybody has to wear a mask. Like everybody needs to be like in um, like lingerie. Like there was all these stipulations for like this big ass party they had, and I was like, you know, and I'd seen it in a couple other movies before that, but that's when it like really clicked for me. I was like, this is a thing. This this is a it's thing, real. and I will. It's real. Yeah, it's yeah. real. It's kind of wild to think it is. Yeah, real. I don't. I'm the last time I went to actually me and Shorty we went to a party at Chris Brown's house. One like uh, I want to say like three. Three weeks ago, two weeks ago, it was like right before I went to New York a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago. And like, as soon as we walk up, there's this big ass security guard at the front gate. He's like, "No cell phones, only girls allowed." And I'm just like, oh. "And crazy, hey, the craziest part is, mind you, I've worked with Chris Brown. I've worked with him, so like, I know I could have probably made a phone call, gotten to the fucking party. You know what I mean?" But just the energy yeah. in that moment, you know what I mean? It was just, like, so weird. And then it was even more weird because I'm, like, watching girls who came with guys leave the guys that they was with and go into the party. You know what I mean? Like, so the guys is getting it's kind of pissed. Fucked up. Bro, they pissed. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they pissed. My girl was like, well, fuck, if you ain't going in, I ain't going in. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. But, like, I just, I don't know. I don't yeah. see it too wild. I don't see it too wild shit, bro. I'm like. I ain't gonna lie to you. I done seen some wild shit. I didn't. <laughs> well, we missed it a couple different times too. Like you brought Chris Brown back up, you know, about some of like the covers and stuff that you've done too that are is online, like on your YouTube channel specifically. It's like Rose Mix. If you guys want to check out some of the stuff that uh, Jesus has been doing here, and uh, it's pretty badass. And say again, I'm sorry. I'm about to drop some new ones. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it because again, it's kind of like in that wheelhouse of things that we mentioned earlier, things that even date back to like nineties R and B, like Joe see Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Blige, like just out of curiosity, like how are you coming about these selections? Are you just like wanting to like kind of show your range or the, like these artists that you would consider like make an impact on you? I'm just kind of curious. Um, honestly, I just think of songs that like, that I remember like, the most like not necessarily remember the most but like i love the most you know like the, i'm going down bro like that's a sure. fucking it's like that's yeah. that's an icon that's an iconic song you know what i mean and then like i'm i'll be trying to stay away from just singing all of the new stuff you know what i mean like it's easy to sing right this. like like we should yeah. go back and touch on all of the old joints like all of the stuff that like we were inspired by it's crazy bro like the craziest part about that is like right now I'm writing music for a group called Wanmore. And Wanmore is the son of Wanye from Boys to Men. So Wanye has hey. five sons. What is it five or four? It's five. Either four or five. He has sons and they created a group called Wanmore. And they're already about to be nominated for best R and B group. They're fucking talented as shit. I write music for them. 
they're signed to 300 and they're married. They're like basically, I guess, in a sense, managed by Mary J. Blige. And it's fucking crazy. So, like, it's like, it's fucking nuts because, like, a long time ago, I was listening to that song, I'm Going Down by Mary J. Blige. And my manager was like, You should sing this. I was like, I bet. You know what I mean? Like, and I'll make my own yeah. version of it because it's a woman's song. So I'll kind of make my own little version of it. And then when right. we recorded right. it, it was like, bro, we got to find a way to get this to Mary J. We should get this to Mary J. So it's just like, it's so weird. But like, shit came back full circle. You know what I mean? Like, this shit That's came cool. back yeah. full circle. Gee, it's nuts. Nuts. Well, you also did the SZA Kill Bill, which I know like how big a fan you are of her and I. We've talked about that, you know, together before as well. So, but yeah, SZA, I, like as far as new stuff, and then changed Kill Bill to fit you, mm-hmm. you know, as well. Like, I appreciate, I appreciate, dope. I appreciate you know those things, man. Like, honestly, <laughs> Rose, the Rosemary. I know. I was waiting for the references moment because I was going to bring out some probably uh, some dated and almost embarrassing stuff for you. <laughs> Bring it in, bring it in. I'm, I'm just doing the modern stuff, man. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm relying on you to do the back catalog, man. Yeah, Lay it on um, <laughs> man. I don't remember if it was uh, and, and you'll have to forgive me if I end up butchering something. But um, I don't think it, I can't remember if it was the Sex on the Moon song, but it might have been even before that. Sex on the Moon was uh, so fire. Yeah, but there was a, <laughs> but there was a. One of them you uh, you had where it was like, and, and tell me if if, if, I'm, if it's the same song I guess, uh, but it's that uh, long hair, full lips, ass big enough to cause an eclipse. Yeah, that was that it. That song was fucking lit, dude. Low key, I love that. Shit. I wish I knew where I could find that fucking song because that bitch is. I could probably remake dude. that bitch and bring it back. I, to st- <laughs> dude, that I still got the Beat Rizzo mixtape on my iPod. I still have that on my iPod, my iPod classic. Bro, the silver yeah. and gold mix. Like young Briz. If I could get an iPod ripper. <laughs> young <Yeah>. Briz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit was good, man. The silver and uh, gold mixtape? Is, is that the one where you're like rapping over like uh, Little Wayne beats? Or, uh, it was a couple. It was a Lil Wayne beat on there. It definitely was a Lil Wayne yeah. beat on there. It was a Lauren yeah, yeah, yeah. on there. It was a couple. Yeah. You had uh, you had one with the the Tupac beat too. Yeah. yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you did. That's Fuck, crazy. Yeah, that went hard. Remember that? that shit? Yeah. All about that shit. I'm gonna go look it up before yeah. we get off here. <laughs> I forgot all about that shit. That's crazy. well, dude. Yeah, dude I'm telling you what I'm pissed off about is, and I told you how much I loved the last time we did the. Love podcast hurts. was the love hurts shit, yeah. and it's not on Spotify now. And I'm so pissed off, dude, because I want it. I need that. I have so. to be honest with you. I, I took love hurts down because we're about to re, we remastered it, and we're about to re-release it, and we're about to put an right. actual push behind it. Thank God, the project was too fire, and we're gonna do it. I told chapters. you, we're gonna I do chapters you. now. So it's like it's gonna be love hurts, where it's gonna be like the honey. Chapter one, the honeymoon phase, and it's gonna be Love Hurts Two, and it's gonna have its own chapter in Love Hurts Three, and it's its own chapter. So Fuck I'm man. also about to drop a mixtape this like probably in the next week, where I'm just gonna have like a bunch of songs that I a lot of the Rose mixes that I've already put out are gonna be on there, but it's gonna be a lot of other stuff yeah. that I never put out that's gonna be on there. So nice. 
Yeah, it's gonna be lit. So, and is then there, for is there any um, designs for you to like do like physical media of any sort, or or do you already have that? Like people can purchase merch or anything like that from you. So we like you can actually. Um, I I really don't wouldn't tell too many people this, but you can actually type up jesusrose.com right now and like check out the website. And it's still being constructed, but we're about to upload merch. I'll send you guys some photos of some of the merch that we got too, man. And uh, like you know, I, I, when I go back to New York, I'm probably gonna like snatch out on, on a bunch of prototypes for different shit for the merch. But um, say I don't I don't know if you remember, but I had uh, sent you that one design in passing, and if you want to use that shit, you're more welcome to as well. I don't remember it. Send it to me, and whatever it is, bro, I'd be happy to. I would love to. Okay. It, yeah, it was just that rose with the crown of thorns is like black and gold. Oh yeah, I re- yeah. Aaron sent that to me and it was fucking sick. Yeah, oh, it was really it, great. Send it to me, it was bro. Cool. I would love to. I would love to use it, even if I use it for just a logo, like for like yeah, I was gonna say logo. You know what I mean? Like that would be. That's just like one yeah. more thing that yeah, to uh, just add to the arsenal if need be. So. I I appreciate. It. I'll tell you what, Aaron has gotten to be a great artist. Like it's insane, like how good of an artist he is. Like. I've asked him to do a few things and like, I'm just thoroughly impressed with like what I get back usually. And uh, like he did the, anybody that's, you know, listens to our podcast, watches our shows and stuff that we do the waxing on show. That's one of our little sister podcasts. Rid mm-hmm. uh, Jake do like physical media reviews and stuff. Jackson that we all went mm-hmm. to look. And uh, he did the logo for that. So if you guys like that logo, that's some of the artwork that Aaron. That doesn't surprise me at all, bro. But, that does not surprise me, bro. Like, He's always Aaron. You like you, you've always had like an artistic side to you that was just like very like you. You know what I mean? Honestly, I'm, and maybe I'm tweaking for saying this, but like I low-key used to think that you was gonna end up doing tattoos. Like I thought you was gonna be a tattoo artist for a long time. I I had a he sh- did for short a minute. stint of doing like apprenticeship and got to bang out a couple of tattoos. Yeah, I uh, it was. It was this, this it, just the fact that it's like the service industry, like dealing with people, and just like burn me out so quick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if you don't like, I don't like indecisiveness because, like, I'm like I'm not a super rigid person, but I'm usually like a oh well, like I don't really know what to do, so like I'm gonna figure out something to do. Versus like, right? Well, I have no idea what to do, so I don't. I'm not gonna do anything because I don't know what to do. Mm. Like, don't come to me with that shit. Yeah. Like, I'm not okay with yeah, that. Like. Yeah. Me and the old lady get into like arguments about that shit. Where it's just like, "What do you?" Or it's like, "Hey, are you hungry?" It's like I could go with or without. Like, if you want to get some, let's get some. What do you want? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like that's yeah. silly shit. But but yeah, so like that was a huge reason yeah. why like I just like phased away from that because I did that for probably about like a year, year and a half, and it was like I was just like I like people come in and be like, "I want I want something." It's like, "What do you?" Or it's like, "What do you want?" Okay, uh, what do you think? And it's like. It's this, yours. This time I, you're not my body. Like right. I, you know, like this is gonna go on right. me for like ever. So yeah. you might want to at least think about it for like ten minutes or so before you get like get something like that. You know. Well, but, so yeah, I think, I'm, I'm glad, glad that you like that so. because so many people aren't that way yeah. though. Too like, there's so many people that are not that way as tattoo artists are just like, okay, like whatever, and they'll throw whatever that's, on yeah. you. Yeah, that's, and, that's uh, funny. That's you know what I mean? That's like, yeah, I have enough tattoos that I wish that I like didn't, or wish I would have thought out more. Facts. Um, that I didn't want to do that to anybody, so I was just like, you know, like that's real. I'm not going to be that guy. That's so real. I had to step away. Aaron's from done like even his own tattoos, several of them as well, yeah. that are all pretty. I mean, he's even told me ones that he doesn't like that I think are awesome. Really? So, but, I mean, 
Yeah, Aaron's got some of his own tattoos. He's done this great. Yeah, see, my family owns a tattoo shop, bro. Like, I just, I'll just go to them, bro. I just can't, bro. I, I thought All about right, doing man. it. I thought about going, going and just getting an apprenticeship, buying a gun, learning how to do it. Because honestly, like, like we always drew. We always were drawing shit. You know what I mean, right. and then on top of that, like, I don't know why, but like, I just kind of like doing stabby shit. You know what I mean? Like, I just kind of type of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just, Sadomasochism in you. Yeah, working with your hands, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just kind of, like, inflict the whole Hey, speaking of uh, working with your hands and, like, little tiny shit, uh, I referenced uh, the last, when we were talking last, whatever, about some memories, whatever, and it was, like, uh, just the fact that we'd always be making, like, little tiny weapons out of, like, household <laughs> items. <laughs> Yo! I remember one day, bro. Like Bobby Pinbow and arrows and shit. Mm. <laughs> Fucking, if you made a, you made this like crazy like sword thing out of like an aluminum foil, like you know what like that was? Shredder edge, dude. Bro, that was the aluminum foil from a chicken pot pie. I cleaned the chicken pot pie and then I cut, <laughs> I cut the foil in the shape of a knife and like wrapped the handle and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was legit, dude. They really really, was, I mean, eventually we got in trouble for that shit. But, you know, was, I I yeah. typically remember getting in trouble for that. That was one of those ones where they were like, "Don't bring that shit no more." So like nobody had to know about it. You know? Yeah, yeah, we we got we, <laughs> right. we didn't get expelled or nothing like that. I remember. Yeah, we. I think at the time we had a dope ass teacher. Though I, we had, I think we had Miss Bales at the time, and she was like was super Ms. cool about shit like that. It was Miss Bales. Ms. Speaking of, I referenced the story about whenever uh, Jesse ended up like touching your balls and you turned around and punched him in the face and like knocked him into the <laughs> recycling bin. And then it was like how funny that was. And, like, and you like didn't even get in trouble for that shit. Like, that was just so fucking hilarious. He didn't. He was like, what in hell? I was like, you touched my balls. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember she brought yeah. you back into the class and then like Jesse was gone and then Jesse went to the office shit and I was just like, nice. Like, yeah. Just the surf, I guess. Like, that's funny. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Like, we we were around some weird motherfucking people, bro. Like, some weird dude. And he was <laughs> he was like he was like yeah he was out there on like his twitches and this and that. And like, and I and I feel bad because like you couldn't help to be weird. You're just weird, you know. And like yeah, but touch him. And, uh, but his parents yeah, like, were like sixty. Yeah. <laughs> His, and both of his, his siblings, like, I ended up, like, later got to know him a little better. And then, like, then his, like, siblings are, like, like, sisters, like, out there, brothers, like, out there. I'm just, like, I guess just, it's just Weird. how these apples fall, I guess. It's a family I thing. don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but, yeah, he was, like, way up there on that list. And, like, I know that you guys just, like, never clicked. <laughs> Ever. There was that... Um, I was talking about earlier, like whenever you crow hopped and like punched that kid on the hill. I I think his name was Michael. I can't remember his fucking last hopefully name. With, hopefully, but, uh, he had, like that sounds right. Was it a it ginger kid? He, he was he had real bad diabetes. Oh, no, diabetes! No, no. He had real bad diabetes. Oh, uh, that's yeah. a that's you know Jesse. Oh, right. Was it everybody called him Turtle Taylor? Everybody called him Turtle Taylor. 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 Yeah. yeah, he fucking he popped He's off with something idiot. at you that yeah. time. You know, I mentioned. Yeah, he was an idiot. 
and that this this kid deserved it, mind you. So, like uh, the last time Brian and I recorded for the podcast, we started talking about the story off air. I'll tell it now. This fucking I ended up being this kid's student teacher, right? And I knew all the shit that happened with Brian, so I, he was already on my shit list, right? And uh, he like got Brian like sent to alternative school or whatever, suspended. And I was like, this fucking kid, I'm the first chance I get, I'm gonna fucking get this motherfucker back. So I was a student teacher in his math class and uh, Cody Moore can attest to the story because he was also in there, but uh, he would like get out his, I guess he had like an insulin yeah. pump and like fiddle with it in class. And I'd be like, Hey, Miss Hill, he's got his game boy out again. <laughs> Taylor, you stop playing that game boy. <laughs> I was like, Miss Hill, he doesn't respect your authority. He just keeps playing with that game boy. Right, and he's supposed to be studying. And she's like, Taylor, go to the office yeah, now. Dude. He got sent to the office so many times in that Freezes class because I'm like, Taylor's got the Game Boy. Like, we'd be like right in the middle of actually like working on stuff, like with, the, and I'd be helping the kids like with their math and shit. And I'd just look over at him like, Miss Hill, he's oh, got the, the, the Game Boy. <laughs> he got fucking sent to the office so many fucking times just by me fucking with him. Saying they had a Game Boy, but it was another kid too. Um, who was that kid? I think his name was Aaron. He was in your grade, and he had a crossfire. You know who I'm talking about? No, Eric. Eric Ziegler. Eric. Ziegler. Oh, I remember yeah. one time Eric Ziegler oh. gave me a beat machine okay. to beat somebody up in school, bro. And that's when I knew I was taking advantage of shit. I was just doing shit just to be doing shit, bro. He's like, I think he had took Eric Ziegler's crossfire keys and flushed them in the toilet. Damn. And so right. Eric was pissed, but he was like in a younger grade than Eric was. So he's like, he's like, bro, I got a whole beat machine. Like, I'll let you have it. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, that, oh, that sounds like an Eric Ziegler I thing to do. Part, <laughs> yeah. I, I was a beat machine, right? All right. Yeah. Didn't, matter of fact, Aaron, I think, didn't you give me a Game Boy? I think you gave me a Game Boy. Uh, maybe. I, I think it had Evil Knievel. You gave me Evil Knievel. The that sounds about right, yeah. It's probably like a Game Boy color. No, nah, this one was, it was black and white. It was black and white for sure. Okay. Like an OG. Because yeah. I ended up getting okay. a, uh, like, Game Boy SP or something like that. Yep. I may have gave you that too. Yeah. yeah. It's like the advance or whatever. I got that shit and felt super cool. Yeah. Now look at us. I was so, I was so, <laughs> look at us. Aaron, I was actually so no, okay, you when you went to when you went to homeschool because you ended up being able to play football for Fredericktown. I was so yeah, that was pretty sweet. school. I was like, what the fuck? Well, we did that. Uh, we did that during regular school. Too. I know, but when you left, yeah, that was uh, that was just, that was fun. And I was, like, really upset that you could not join us on that. Or even, like, I don't know, like, just the fact that you, like, couldn't ball with us, like, for school or AAU and shit like that. Bro, no one no one knows, bro. Like, my mom did not let me do shit. Like, yeah. Oh, my mom was straight. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a thing. Well, she was right to be protective, though, you know, as we've... To find For some sure. of the horror stories that were Ironton as well, you know. Yeah, one time she tackled and, uh, Brian and threatened his girlfriend, <laughs> like at a school function. <laughs> it's actually in front of everyone. everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was came like, in and like because she oh, were wow. I forget where she was working, but it was like pretty much next door or something. She came over. Uh, 
and uh, we were like Dollar General or something. No, this was uh, we were. I think we were at the again the Civic Center. Um, I want to say that she worked somewhere close to there, and then like came through, and like we were like. I just remember, like, we were, like, shooting around and stuff, and I just, like, turned back around, and, like, I just see her, like, midair, like, steering <laughs> Brian out of the air, like, on the ground, and then was, like, God kissing damn. on him and stuff, just, like, embarrassing him. Yo, I forgot about that, G. Uh, crazy. And then I think the That's little, uh, Lauren, the Lauren gal at the time, it was just, like, yeah, I, was like, I know about you. I know about you, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I forgot about that. That's crazy. Yeah. So many memories. That's crazy. Yeah, we used to be on some wild shit. But I'm going to tell you, bro, like, honestly, bro, like, nowadays, now, like, to see where I am now and see where we are, bro, I never thought that we'd be, like, when we we were young as shit, like, I didn't, paying bills and Traveling the world, all of that shit. Bro. Like we're fucking old, G. Like we getting old. doing it. We're doing it. You know, crazy. Yeah, and it's not nearly. Sometimes yeah. it's not as fun as we thought it would be. Fuck no. Fuck. No. Well, <laughs> it's important to like stop and smell the roses though too, and like realize that uh, I often you know smell the I, you're so busy doing the things. You're, you're like, yes. <laughs> and, uh, but you're like, you're all, also so like so busy in the grind. Like you don't think about and like take that perspective that you're saying Jesus. And that's, you know, Hey, you know, like would I have ever pictured myself here? You know, like we came from these situations, like, you know, being in poor families and, uh, making a living of it, you know, like trying to, again, advance ourselves and our families going forward. And, and, uh, you know, I, I think you for sure are holding up the mantle strong on your end of things. I know the family's doing good, very, various parts of your family, too. Uh, last time I had check on your brothers, like one was in Texas, one was in Iowa. Is that where mm-hmm. Don is in Austin right now, yeah. and uh, my mom was down there with him. Yeah. They're about to move. I think they're, I'm thinking Don might move back, or at least my mom might move back to St. Louis. But and Jermaine, he recently moved yeah. to, I think he's been in Iowa like three years now, two years, two, two three years. He's yeah. a teacher. He like that long. Yeah. Basketball coach over there now. In Iowa. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Jermaine, I used to work at, at uh, Universal Fitness with, so I'd see him occasionally there. But uh, Don, I ran in him. Like, I had to go to Walmart in the middle of the night for some reason. This is like pre-COVID, of course. So this is like, you know, five, six years ago, I'd say. But uh, he, and he remembered me, like, immediately saw me. He was like, bear! And I was, you know, turned around. And I'm like, what the hell? I didn't remember. I didn't recognize him because he was like a man, you know. He was like my yeah. size, and I was like, holy shit, dude! You know, he, I'm, I'm like six two, and he was pretty much hey, the same height as me. And he was fucking jacked. Yeah. yeah, he's jacked, and I was like, holy shit, dude! I was like, he was like, yeah, he's like I'm Brian's little brother, and I'm like, oh shit, I can see it now, just like barely, but you know, he is like he is a man's man, like he is a good looking yeah. fella too. And he was like, hey, uh, he's like, I've been playing some ball. He's like, I might play some play over in Europe and stuff like that. I'm like, and briefly I kept up with them because like everything your brothers were doing in, in basketball and stuff at Central was like in the paper constantly and everything. And I was like, God damn, it was like really cool to see how well these guys are doing, you know, since they changed schools and everything too. You know, that, yeah. that, uh, those accolades that they were getting and everything, you know, I was just like always rooting for them and everything. But yeah, man. No. 
I'm, I, I'm glad I'm, to see them both doing well for themselves too. No, likewise, bro. Honestly, you know it's crazy. Um, they're both like way bigger than me, bro. Like they're way. Bigger. <laughs> That's right. It was like one thing that like stuck out. Like it was like uh, just after everybody started getting grown, it was just like next thing you know, like Jermaine and uh, Dominic are like six three. Fucking yeah. Shit. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like I remember when y'all was. I mean, Jermaine was like always like big, you know. Yeah. Like for his age. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like bro, they just like blew up. I, I, bro, I still can't grow a fucking mustache for real, bro. Like this is <laughs> this is a scar from my hey, barber trying to cut a mustache and shit. Same, still not working. Same, bro. same. Here. Fuck. Yeah, mine. can grow better facial hair than me. Mine will. <laughs> mine will not connect in the middle, dude. So it's I don't know. Easy, what bro. I, I just I'm gonna just gonna take it as a blessing, bro, because I I'm gonna just look. 50 I'm you got that 30 when look, I'm man. 50 so fuck it you know what I mean I'm healthy as long as my girl don't make me fat yeah. crack or black don't crack yeah facts facts <laughs> yeah. bro oh my goodness, yeah. man so hey some questions I want to get a, get in real quickly too you know kind of as we're mm-hmm. things down uh, and I appreciate you you know giving your time to us on a Sunday evening I know you got other things to be doing and talking to Two old farts here in the middle. Bro, I'm grateful but, uh, to be talking to y'all, uh, bro. For real, for real. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm grateful that you gave us the time. And, Ed, you know, I just wanted to say real quickly, too, while I'm thinking about it. Of course, episode 100, for whatever reason, we just kind of felt like it was like a big milestone for the podcast. And and uh, we all kind of sat around as our, like, podcast collective. And we're like, hey, man, like, what can we do that's special and big? And and uh, I, I felt like everything checked those categories having a conversation again with you on the podcast just because like you, again you're you, one of our brothers with that without question and um just love seeing all the success that you have like your success is our success in the way that you know just puts positive energy into me and uh makes me want to hustle that much more and try and keep up with you you know too and uh you you inspire me all the time and i'm so happy to see you doing so well for yourself man it just I literally can like giggle with with happiness, you know, seeing how well you're doing. And I, so. I, I, and I genuinely appreciate that, bro. And like, what's crazy is, bro, like y'all inspired me my whole fucking life. You know what I mean? Like, I, if 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 I was to sit and have a story time, like where I'm able to get into detail and tell people like where my journey started, but like it started with y'all. You know what I mean? So like. Like from perfecting the drums and just all of this shit, bro. Like you guys have always been like real supporters and you always had my back, bro. You know what I mean? Like you you guys took me under under your wing in a time where a lot of people like did not want. Like they didn't fuck with me. They pushed me out, you know what I mean? So like that's we're we're locked in forever, you feel me? And honestly, I'm extremely proud to see the podcast be where it's at, you know what I mean? To go from episode ten to episode two. A hundred, bro. Like that's major. You know, mm-hmm. A lot of people they they give up before they reach this point. You know what I mean. So to see you do it, you know what I mean. Like yeah. just kick, just continue. You know what I mean. Like and just and and know what you're doing. I appreciate it. You know what I mean. Like because it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing just to see y'all both on here at the same time right now. It's a beautiful thing. Like I know y'all. Yeah. I ain't stopped smiling right. the entire fucking yeah. podcast. I've been smiling. You know what I mean. Just yeah. It's just a surreal moment. Yeah, this was definitely a little bit easier to smile on, for sure. I was going to say, I've definitely had some, uh, probably laughed more genuinely 
than I have in a long time, like in one setting. So. Yeah. And it's, I, it's a good time. It's yeah. beautiful. Sure. I'm grateful, genuinely, bro, for real. And anything I can do to help, like, please like, let me know. Well, what I want to say too is, you know, well, you can glow to, you can crow about this one a little bit too, is the fact that to like your episode all the way back on episode 10 is our most played overall episode period. And I've had other artists that are signed on like major labels, independent labels, stuff like that as well. And uh, you're like, I think like word got out to like how genuine of a conversation that we had. And I still, I would say it's like one of the most strong episodes, but it's easy to do because like, it's just friends yeah, talking. Yeah. right? And, uh, and catching up. So, like, I think people, like, tune into those type of conversations and are drawn those type of conversations, even if they didn't know us or whatever. So, you know, like, your episode that we did last is still our most played episode, too. So that's definitely, there's something to that. You know, there's some magic to that as well. And, um, and secondly, you know, uh, you don't need us because you're, you're a talented guy, regardless, just innately. And, um, you know, and I, I see what you do, and I respect the hustle that you do, and uh, you're putting in the work. And I feel the need to say this as well, like regardless of like religious affiliation and, and being in tune with that sort of stuff. Like, I think there is something to somebody like being a good, genuinely good person, doing like positive things with like pure intent, um, which I feel, you know, again, you're checking those boxes as well. And it's just like so rewarding to see somebody like get that paid back to them, you know, to be successful um, still, you know room for growth, but we all got room for growth, but you're, you're getting there and you're going to be there. You're already there as far as I'm concerned, but uh, I know that you can do even bigger things because of the talent that you have. And, um, you know, once, once you get the right stage, man, it's, it's, it's a matter of time. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you guys so much, bro. You don't even know how much that means to me, man, for real. You know what I mean? Like, and honestly, bro, like, man, I hear, I hear all the time, bro. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time, you know? And I'd be thinking to myself, like, how many other, like, hardworking, talented people out there hear the same thing? But, you know, on some real shit, like, I feel that. I feel that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that. I feel that we're at the door. I feel that we're this close. You know what I mean? And I was going to say, it's uh, not too often, too, that people basically grab a life by, or grab the bull by the horns and make that shit happen, you know? Yeah. Considering, like... That's all you've ever wanted to do. Like, as far as I know, that that's, like, been right. the goal. And it's just, like, I'm going to be a rapper or indoor singer, you know, like, because that's what I love to do, and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, facts. I'm going to make it happen, right. whatever. Like, how, no matter how, I got to make it happen. And here you are. Got some momentum on you. So. Appreciate you, man. 10,000 hours, bro. Uh-huh. The work, bro. Yeah. All this time and all this yeah. work and all these sacrifices to become an overnight success, you know? There's going to be a lot of people who ain't going, right. who didn't see all of this shit, bro. Like, who didn't see the journey, uh, didn't see where we started. You know what I mean? Fuck them. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I just hope we inspire Yeah, you know I mean? I just hope oh, we no inspire way. them, bro. Now, I will say it's fuck all of the people that said we wasn't going to do it. Fuck them for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Fuck them I for sure. You feel me? But, you know. 100%. You know? 100%. We, we, so, we, uh, it's, um. I want to throw some <laughs> like random. <laughs> fuck this teacher. Fuck that teacher. Uh, so I I wanted to fuck just like kind of kind of fuck him. <laughs> fuck him all right. <laughs> Hope you got a peg leg, fucker, and you're impotent. <laughs> well, uh, 
<laughs> We're going in hard in the paint. Going in hard. I'm crying. I'm crying. Yeah. Uh, so hey, I would. I just kind of want to like round some things out too like by asking you some questions, some random questions that is so that our audience gets to know you a little bit better too, and just kind of like your personal taste, inspirations, that sort of stuff too. Uh, sure. Let's let's say that you've got the chance. Let's say like dream concert bill. Jesus Rose is opening for these three artists. And mm-hmm. let's, so let's talk about those three artists that, that, that it would have to be for you. Dead or alive? Hey, hey, let's go for it since it's a hypothetical anyways. So, yeah, it could be dead or alive. Well, if it, if it was a big bill um, and it's my fantasy, I'm the headline. So these people are open. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I like that. I would say we got um damn. That's hard, bro. That's so hard. on the spot. That's so hard. I would say that's DMX. You already know DMX, one of my favorite rappers of all time. All time. DMX is on the list. DMX definitely needs to be on the list, actually. And I, while I was in while I was in New York, the time before last, I recorded a hook for an artist who signed to Rough Riders, who got songs with DMX. I don't even know if it's ever going to come out, but I re- I got to work with someone <laughs> that was close to DMX, so that was actually beautiful. But um, I would say I would say Michael Jackson for sure. I'm Hell yeah. I would have to open up Michael. I would have to open for Michael Jackson. Like I couldn't go. Right. King of Pop. I yeah, I couldn't go behind Michael Jackson. But I would definitely yeah. go before him. I would, I would love to open up for him. I would say um I would say God Michael damn. Jackson. I would say Nipsey Hustle just cuz like I just love Nipsey Hussle's music, bro. Like I don't know if you listen mm-hmm. to Nip, but if you haven't yeah. listen yeah. to him, you know what I mean? Um, Sadly, I was late on that train. I'll have to admit. Uh, like, right until he like passed, like I didn't really see the name too frequently. So, and then like I saw like people like Snoop Dogg talking a lot about him. Like, okay, I need to listen. And once I did, I was like, "Fuck, yeah!" I wish I would have appreciated this guy while he was alive. Yeah, he's fucking. Great. I heard. Okay, I heard the recipe like some some years back. It was like shortly after it came out, so it had to been like at least like six years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was just like sold. Like, yeah, just yeah. like that dude got me like on that as soon as like recipe like a uh, for success whatever. Yeah, and, like you know, abbreviations, but like, that shit was right. like it's like I like this. I fuck with this dude's flow. Like he's got a good demeanor. And shit. Yeah, like, this, it sounds like that. It sounds like that shit that's worth hearing too. You know. But I was I was blessed like, enough to like to shake his hand and see him in person, and I actually have a song with Nipsey now, which is fucking crazy. Um, but like, I would say like, he's one of the most inspirational artists for me. Like when he was, when he died, I cried, you know what I mean? Like that's how much he inspired me. But I would say Michael Jackson, I would say Nipsey, I would say Chris Brown for sure. Chris Brown is one of the craziest, coldest artists I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. He's Michael Jackson reincarnated for sure. And then I would probably say, I would probably say. I'll probably say boys to men, bro, because boys to men. Oh, hell yeah. You're talking that language. I'm like, bro, they are some of the coldest singers I've ever heard in my entire fucking life, bro. Everyone that I would say be old school, because, like, none of these current guys I'm not really into. 
interested in these guys, bro. Oh, wait, I will say Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez, if he wasn't in prison, and that one, <laughs> I, would, I would definitely work with Tory <laughs> You got to be this tall to ride the ride, though, bro. Yeah, hey, hey, but Tori, Tori, his ego big enough to get him on that bitch. There you go. That's right. That's right. For real. That question. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about like more fandom type stuff. What? Who are some artists that you have not had the pleasure of seeing seeing perform like firsthand in person uh, that are kind of like on your bucket list? Could you name at least like four for us? Um, I haven't seen J. Cole perform live. I would love to see J. Mm. Cole perform live. Yes, absolutely. He's one of my 100%. one of my top favorite artists. Um, I would say I haven't seen Kanye perform live. I would love to see that. By the like, yeah, you know it's a spectacle, bro. It's going to be yeah. art, fashion, music, just everything. Right. And then, uh, mm, I would say, I, I hate that I'm going to say this, but I'm going to be honest. I would like to see Drake perform live. I've never seen Drake perform live. I think I, I probably could have been seen Drake perform live a couple times, but, yeah, you know, hey, <laughs> not really. You can knock out two, two of those people because Drake and J. Cole are going on tour. After the yep. first of the year, I know, and uh, I've seen that they're actually playing St. Louis, and I'm like really wanting to go. My wife actually already looked up tickets, so I'm hoping that if she's watching, yeah. or listening, but you want to you want to go to the Drake J Cole? You want to go to the Drake J Cole concert? Me and her have been talking about going to a concert. I took her to her first concert ever. She she had a really? uh, I'm gonna take her to nice. We got to go to another one. That one will be a yeah, J Cole. You know that's going to be fire, man. Like regardless, not only that, not only that, but taking somebody to their first show is like always a good. It's like always yes. a good uh, time and or feeling yes. in general. Because yeah. like even with my gal, like she had never been to like a like a big show before, and I took her to one, and it was just like game changer. Bro, I took, my I took her to like I took her to like metal shows, so she was like, <laughs> I don't really mess with that stuff, yeah. but dude. Now she she loves, loves it. it. Loves I'm about to say I know she yeah. does. But yeah, yeah, she like especially like we've been going to stuff where people are doing like or like karate kicking each other and flipping oh, off yeah. stuff onto everybody. This that and she just loves love loves it. So, oh, I, I actually, we just went to one last night. Like uh, so, I took I yeah. took I took my shorty to the the Ti Rick Ross and Lil John concert when I performed, and she like we were backstage for the whole concert. So it was like we're like. Right up on the stage, right there, We're yeah, on the other side of the barricade. So it's like thousands of people on the other side of the barricade, and we just right here in front of it. And she was just like, she enjoyed herself. It was fun, but um, so I would say, I'll say the last person, you know, like I know I would never be able to see them perform live, but a person I would have wanted to see perform live is XXX Tentacion. Okay, yeah. He, I just, I loved his music, but like his shows was fucking crazy, bro. Like it would go from mosh pits to people crying to just fucking everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, he had, he had such a wide fan base as well. Like, because it was like the least likely people you would ever like expect for like bumping his shit, you know? 
Facts. And it's like from. I, I mean, like an artist for me uh, that if it ever happens, like if Boys to Men come to St. Louis, I'm seeing Boys to Men. I'm gonna tell you that right now, because they were such yeah. a, like a pivotal part of my my childhood. Like we we wore some Boys to Men tapes and CDs out. I know in our house without question. Yeah, I don't lie, but I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, something tells me that I'm gonna be right there with Boys to Men. So I ain't. I, I, I'm I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the opportunity to say that I already work with Boys to Men's sons. Like I write songs for them. Like right. Like it's fucking amazing. So like I, I'm excited because like I already know I'm gonna end up working with Boys to Men. Like I already know that that's gonna happen. So like I ain't I ain't even tripping off that. That's gonna be that's gonna be one of the biggest. That's gonna be one of the biggest manifest to ever like happen in my life bro like, like i uh to come to fruition i had like cool high harmony on tape and like i'd listen to that all the time going to bed and we had two on cd we'd listen to that all the time like there was like a lot of i don't know i just like didn't have an appreciation for like r&b until i listened to boys to men as a kid i think like i, I mean there's different bro, artists and singles I could, I could name but they're such like a gateway artist for me yeah, that to this day there is no group or anyone that compares to what Boys to Men was able to bring to music, bro. Like it was just they are an anomaly. You know what I mean? Yeah. They are an anomaly for sure. Yeah. No, I don't. You know, I know you don't get like a lot of screen time in, but uh, I want to know. I got to know because I'm such a huge like movie buff and and that sort of stuff. Is there any movies that you've seen recently that have really stood out to you that you really love that like really resonated with you? Can you name any? Lee, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you one. Who cloned Tyrone? You need to watch who. Cloned yes, I gotta movie. see that. Yeah, I still gotta see that. Yeah, I've been wanting to see that. that, bro. Dude, there's so many like real life things in there that they just smash you in the face with. That is like crazy, dude. It's the craziest shit. Because at first it's like, <laughs> fuck, is this stupid ass shit? Like, what is this? Like. Yeah. But you yeah. turn it on, you watch it, and you're like, holy shit. Like, you're sucked in. And yeah. Like, it's saying real shit. Like, real shit. And then, I'm going to tell you all one that I watched last night. Like, it was so crazy. So, I don't really drink or smoke either. Like, I, it's rare for me to drink right. or smoke. But, like, my girl have her pen, like, sitting around and shit. And, like, like um, I, I did, like, a brand like a brand partnership with a, a company called Hardeen, which is like a cannabis company out in Vegas. And they got different shops across the country and shit. So like, we got like pins and edibles and like shit like that. And, um, my girl had like this little stizzy pen that she got. You got the stizzy from Hardeen, right? Yeah. And, uh, I hit that bitch every once in a while, bro. The other night, it was literally two days ago, bro. <laughs> on, it was literally two days ago. I hit this bitch like four times. My girl's like, "Stop! You don't need to cry." Like yeah. she knows I don't smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right. she's like, oh. "Trying to go to sleep." Yeah, she's like, "Don't <laughs> stop hitting that fucking pin." Like you do not need to be having anxiety or no shit like that. Yeah. I'm like, "I'm," mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, and we turn on this movie called "Leave the World Behind" on Netflix, bro. Yeah. Man, that sounds so familiar. Is that the Ethan Hawke one? And uh, is it I, set, who's in it? Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts yep. is in it. Same movie, bro. Yeah, I've heard it's great. I heard it's great. I haven't watched that one either yet. 
sit and watch that fucking movie, bro. It's gonna, bro. It's the craziest shit I've seen in a very long time, and it wasn't just because I was high. Sure, that shit was crazy, <laughs> right? It did. It did make yeah. it better. Maybe looking at Julia Roberts easier. Yeah, Julia Roberts, and I hadn't seen a movie with Julia Roberts in so long, bro. She like, I was like, damn, like she's. I forgot this lady's an actress, like, and she did a great job. Even though I hated her character in the fucking show, but she was like, yeah. she, she still did a great fucking job at her role. But like that movie came. Yeah, yes. I'm like. Not even like her big. I've never really been a big fan of hers. Uh, just never like cared for her acting or anything. I didn't like get like what the appeal is with her. So I'll be honest. Like when I first saw the trailer for this movie, uh, it kind of like turned me off because she was in it. But I I love yeah. Ethan Hawke, and uh, I love Ali, the actor in that too, the yeah. lead. And he's a fucking yeah. great actor, dude. Moonlight. Yeah. He, he. I think he actually won for that. An Academy Award, but God damn, man, talk about a fucking fantastic! I liked his season of True Detective too. He did like he did season three. He was fantastic in that, man. He was he yeah. is such a fantastic actor. Like I'll watch anything that that guy ever does for the rest of my life. So yeah, I'll definitely check it out now. Uh, yeah. I don't have you seen the Outlaw Johnny Black with Michael J. White in it? Uh-huh. I've heard that that's really fucking good. But I love Black Dynamite. That's like one of my favorite like go to like popcorn flicks like. Got a lot of rewatchability. Um, I've always liked Michael J. White, even back when he fucking was Spawn back in the day. I always thought he was like Spawn. a badass dude. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot about it. You know, I'm a little tidbit. I'm just going to throw this in there. Some of my first comic books I got because of y'all. Y'all made me fuck with comic books. I'll never forget. Smokescreen was one of my favorite comic books that I had. And it was because of y'all. This, i never forget that. I used to literally draw superheroes because of that. But yeah, yeah. Back to what you were saying, my bad. <laughs> oh no, it's all good. Yeah, I've been I've been wanting to watch the Outlaw Johnny Black. I haven't seen that one yet, too. I've heard that that's pretty good. Uh, is that on Netflix? I don't know that it is. Uh, I th- yeah, I know that it's streaming. Yeah, you can like purchase it to rent, but I don't think it's like up natively on anything for free. You can like you oh. know, rent it off of like Prime and and uh, Apple TV and shit. But I like if you like if you've seen Black Dynamite, it's pretty fucking great. Uh, if you haven't, I'd recommend it. And uh, this this is supposed to be like kind of in the same vein, like kind of what they do is like kind of what his thing is with like, with these films that he does is they're supposed to be like black exploitation films, but mm-hmm. like campy comedy satire versions of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, it's like if you were to see like a black exploitation film, but in the vein of like Naked Gun or um, <laughs> Scary Movie or whatever, you know, like they're 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 clowning on those old pieces of work, uh, but there's like a lot of what I like. Michael what Michael J. White does with a lot of his movies is he will like go at racism and stuff like in the vein of like Dave Chappelle, like where he'll make fun of racists and like make caricatures out of them. You know, like with the old Chappelle show, like it's very similar, like on the cusp of the same type of comedy. So that that's some of my favorite shit. So I fucked it. I have to check it out, dude. Uh... It reminds me of this. I would say I had the. I looked it up because I was like, I don't think I've seen this one ever. But kind of gives me uh, those uh, the harder they fall vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you ever seen that. That shit ruled. That movie ruled. Yeah, oh, that movie kicked ass for sure. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. The harder they fall. That was with um. That, that wasn't the Jonathan um, Majors, right? Yeah, he was. He was in that, and uh, oh, why can't I not think of the dude? Uh, 
He's in that as well. Uh, the, here's the young sharpshooter guy. Uh, oh, Lakeith. Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, he's in that. I really enjoy him. And Oh, Rick God. He's one of my – Pam and I talk about this all the time, like top five favorite actors right now. He's in it. He's in the conversation. Lakeith. He's so fucking great. Yeah. The Black Panther movie that he did was great. He was fantastic we, in that. Sorry we to bother watching, you. Uh, it's called The Changeling. Uh, it's a show that yeah. he's I guess I was I don't looking know, at that. I just saw killed. that. I was gonna say that's pretty decent yeah. um, for what it is. And, yeah. and he's a little. He's in uh, the the Jordan Peele movies too. Yes, he's in like yeah. Get Out movie and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. he's in Get Out. Yeah, yeah. He he's dope. I love Jordan Peele. Cows in the leave. Couldn't see running down his eyes. Like, yeah. hey, listen, he Jordan a, Peele. Those Jordan Peele movies are fire too. I will say. That. He, yeah, I love he is. Too. He is probably my favorite. Modern day director, it's between him and like Ari Aster and Robert Eggers. Like those are my three favorite directors. He's currently working on uh, a video. Like he's working with this dude, uh, and or there's it's him and Hajiro something, but uh, they're working on a like a horror survival video game together right now. That's lit. Yeah, and he's also remaking uh, People Under the Stairs, so I'm like looking forward to yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah, that's lit as fuck. Yeah, He's got some untitled movie coming out next year too, which he always does kind of like the mystery box stuff with his movie. Like you don't know what it's going to be about. And even in the trailer, sometimes it throws you off. Like I think like a lot of people might've not like been into Nope as much because like they thought that it was going to be something else as to versus to like what it was. Like, whenever the big reveal was mm-hmm. like what the alien species was, you know, like I think mm-hmm. it caught a lot of people off guard, but like, it's crazy. How I, swear, smart I think I fell in. Is. I fell asleep on Nope. I don't even remember the end of Nope. That's the only one I don't remember the end of. I need to oh, watch dude. it. Because if you've done like any study well, into you like, need to watch the rest of it and then we'll have another podcast about it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I I could. Uh but like what's really cool about it, I'll say this, is like there's a lot of like references to like medieval mythology and stuff, like in references to, to angels, like the depictions mm-hmm. of them in that, and he like clearly like it's like crazy how sneaky smart Jordan Peele is. Like the references that he puts in his right. movies that you would have no other idea, like you know, thought of. Um, and like if you go back to watching Key and Peele, or even like when he was on Mad TV originally, even before that, to even date him back further, like you would have never guessed that this guy had it in him to be like one of the greatest directors that ever lived. <laughs> Facts, because yeah. Key and Peele was really good too. So. None of that shit ever like what I would have expected to come out of this guy. Cause what the fuck, dude? For real, <laughs> it's like literally just like such a change of like almost character in general. Yeah, it's crazy. But you know, like some of the craziest, some of the some of the like like kind of like most out of there people are like that. Cause when I think of Tyler the Creator, Tyler the Creator oh, is a amazing. fucking genius, like genius, and like he's just like I love that. all like, those odd cool dudes. <laughs> All those odd feature dudes, man. I love seeing them doing well and shit. Like uh, the one cat is in the bear, like that new cooking new cooking show that's on FX. It's like wildly successful. And I'm just like, man, I would have never suspected this guy like playing an acting role, you know. But to like to go back and think of like him back in the odd feature days and shit, it's like it's fucking yeah. great, you know. I'm actually I'm actually in a movie right now that I'm working on too, guys. So. I can't oh, wait. Yeah. To, I can't wait to share this part of what I've been working on with the world because it's extremely different. But 
I am working on the movie. I can't wait to share it with y'all, man. I can't wait to share wait, it with y'all. You got those ruggishly MG good books. <laughs> <laughs> How many accidents? Well, is this an adult movie? <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how well, this minute comes out, but it's, it's fun. It's fun. I'll have to admit, like uh, I'm, I'm not real sure quite yet because I haven't dug far enough. But uh, the next episode for the podcast 101, a cheap plug right now, might actually be with a, a about an adult movie, and I don't know this because this guy got kind of sent to us at the last minute. He's filling a, a vacancy, and it's Triple Xmas is the film that he's promoting, and every trailer that I've seen. Looks to be possibly an adult film. <laughs> so, oh, it sounds uh, like an adult I, uh, film. It, it sounds like it could be like a shitty slasher, not like shitty shitty. But, it's it's know, supposed like to be a, like a sex exploitation film. At the, yeah, it's supposed to be like right. a sex exploitation type film. So, like whoever's having sex is getting killed first, guaranteed. Like, <laughs> but everybody's having sex, so everybody dies. Right? Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, spoiler. So, yeah, Don't drink I, Yes, yes. Everybody gets fucked either by a uh, you know a phallic like member or a knife. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, that's crazy. That's but yeah, crazy. so that should be pretty interesting for anybody who tunes in for the next episode. But uh, man, Tune I cannot in. thank you enough in, for, for your sure. time. That's crazy this evening. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. Jay Rose, Jesus Rose, you the man. Man, nah, man. I'm so grateful that I get to do this with y'all. I, was, I told my, I, I'm going to take my girl to get some ice cream in a little bit, but before I go to the studio, but it's just so funny because like she's over here trying to distract me for the past like 10 minutes. I keep on telling her to, well, I don't really say too much. I just keep on giving her that look, but she's like bugging my ass like, yo, uh, any <laughs> ice cream right now. Ice cream. Well, as we all know, it's wise to keep the ladies happy so uh, i'll let you have the last words let people know where to find you follow you stay in tune with everything you got going on my man yo first and foremost man it's a pleasure to be on the podcast man you already know what's going on my boy bear my boy aaron bro it's like these are these these are like closest to family so i'm like i'm so grateful to fucking just be on here talking to y'all but y'all can find me everywhere at j-e-z-u-s rose Jesus Rose, that's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Just Google it. I'll pop up. If I don't pop up, it's going to be like some white guy with long hair and a, a long robe and a beard. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, everything is Jesus Rose. You know, you know what's going on. Yeah, well, key. as you and, all know, and, we will have the links. We're going to have the links in the episode details so you guys can follow and everything that uh, Jesus Rose has going on and I'm definitely going to have the links to his YouTube channel specifically where I referenced a lot of this today the performances at the college the the covers, the Rose mixes his official videos are there So, and uh, you know follow him on the streaming platforms as well give those sweet 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 singles of his a spin and he's talked about some work that's kind of in the pipeline too so I'm like really excited for that too my man and Regardless of whether or not we were friends with you, we could tell you emphatically we would be fans of your music. And, uh, you know, but it makes it all the more sweeter that we're friends with you, that we like your music. I'm reminiscing on you calling me daddy. Face all pretty and it ass is a fatty. I catch you.
Got your new niggas slipping, I'll beat them up badly I'm so mature, I'm so mature, I'm so mature I put up on them in the hood with the XD Like I don't give no fuck what's good If I can't have you, no one should I might, I might kill my ex Not the best idea Her new niggas next out I get hit Cause I might kill my ex Block three or four times I know you see my cars, I hit both lines You let that nigga pick it up, you out your mind yeah. This how it's gotta be I got my lights off and I'm parked right down the street I got my mask on, but baby, I don't ski And I know it sound crazy, but I did it all for you, baby Cause I might kill my ex It's not the best I did And her no niggas next How'd I get here? I might kill my ex, but I still love her though I'd rather be in jail than, than alone Hey, this is Josh from ATI Podcast For show updates and news about the podcast, follow us on social media You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast 22 On Twitter at podcast underscore ATI on Instagram at the ATI Podcast, on TikTok at ATI Podcast. DMs are always welcome. Have a question for the show? You can always email us at ATI Podcast Questions at gmail.com. Stay safe out there. This is Barrett from the ATI Podcast. Each week, Josh and I discuss current events, pop culture, music, TV, movies, politics, sports. Nothing is out of bounds. You can also tune in to learn about rising artists, small businesses, whether it's music, graphic design, filmmaking, or even a brick-and-mortar mom-and-pop shop. We will be spotlighting folks and their endeavors. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor, or anywhere you enjoy your podcast. Just search ATI podcast we would like to thank you for your continued support and as always please stay safe out there